we'll do this however we want to do this. <laughs> we can always fix it in post. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, are, are we good? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to start off then. <laughs> December 27th, 2016. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to Real Estate Podcast. I'm Griffin. I'm Travis. (laughs) And I'm Adam. (laughs) Where's that other guy? Yeah, right. This is the first one, so it's going to be kind of rough, I'm sure. So, uh, but like all new property, we'll get it. We'll get it figured out. Yeah, eventually, eventually. So what did we watch this week, fellas? Bad Lieutenant, not to be confused with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, this is the first one, not the second one. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the, the original, the Harvey Cartel. With the, with the Harvey like, Cartel full frontal. Uh, Which yeah. I didn't know that was coming, did you? Or to what probably many viewers considered it, uh, Harvey Cartel and drugs. Yeah, big time. Lots of, lots of lots. drugs. I, I haven't seen a movie... With such copious drug use since, like, I don't know. It's like True Detective, the movie. Yeah. Well, if you get down <laughs> to it, the drugs are the co-star. Like, yeah. it's Harvey Cartel and the drugs think, have their own I think they were the star IMDb. and Harvey Cartel was the supporting act. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was, yeah, it was something like that. I mean, I mean, and it had it all. I mean, you oh, know, yeah. snorting, injecting, sniffing. I mean, pick your... Pick your way of ingestion and fucking it's there. Smoking. He said the N word like three times, you know? Yeah. I was like, well, this is the early 90s for sure. Well, I think that, yeah, I was going to get to that. One of the things about it that really like stood out to me from a 2016 viewer standpoint, it's such a different era in such a short amount of time. Like, it, it, it is insane. Like, the way you know some movies were able to get a, get away with so much shit, it yeah. was just it was it was. I tell you one thing, watching this movie, if you if if you would have put it on because I've never seen it before, watched it. Yeah, me neither. If you would have put it on, and just um, let me watch it with no knowledge of the movie or anything like that, I would have thought. The way that it was shot it looked like it was shot in the seventies. Yeah, the whole looks, gorilla. Yeah, the gorilla oh, yeah. camera work looks just like it's got a real mean street feel. Thing. Yeah, 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 and that that drew me in. I did some uh, some some fact checking online, some looking around. Oh yeah, and, um, yeah. They said that most of the shots um, out in public they didn't have permits for, so it was it like, looked real. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. It felt real. When they were in the bar and all the people were going by in the background, I was like, that looks real. Well, like, well, I even, God damn it. I was just saying, even, you know, um, to me, like some of this, I don't know if you just want to chalk it up to just really good acting, but it just, it seemed a lot of the The drug use looked real. Well, very much so. Those needles were straight up going in those arms. I know y'all saw that. (laughs) That needle was in his arm, dude. Everything down to just the mannerisms of of how people behave when they're when they're hanging out like that. You know what I mean? Like Oh, well they said that he stayed in character the entire time. Like he didn't take breaks. 
he stayed in character the whole shooting schedule. Okay, that's number one. And number two, that the chick that he was doing heroin with. Heroin with a real heroin a, addict? Yes, yeah. and she died. She was a regular heroin user, well, advocate that, of heroin She shot up, use. dude. I mean, she, that, that needle was yeah. in her arm, and whatever was in the syringe went inside of her. Yeah, yeah. Same with him, though, right? I mean, it, it looked real. Of, yeah, it did. I mean, well, like the same. And they only did half of it. Did you notice that they didn't do it all? Yeah, yeah. Like the um, the, the the scene, it had a sense of like hilarity to it, where he's you know, it's the the frontal scene. He's naked, and then just for that split second, his arms are stretched, and he's just like ah, just fucking yeah. making his noises and shit before it suddenly just cuts to that kid. So at the beginning, TV. were they smoking heroin it, or were they smoking crack on that ten full? I thought it was crack, really. But, I mean, it I could, it probably was heroin then if they were doing heroin. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, if, I'm. It looked I like they'd done that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When he kind of cut around on the thing and was like, police activity, you know? She was like, yeah. let me get you a little bit more. And he was like, give me some more. And I'm like, oh, she just yeah. said, hold on, you motherfucker. Like, calm well, down. Well, he's like, he's all nodding out. And she's like, I need a lighter. And he's like, oh, a lighter. And he reaches over there and gets it. And she's like, oh, you already got, like, it looks like they have been up for like, they're trying to stay awake. They're trying to do this, but they just cannot. They barely can make it through. It looks so. I think it was real. I think all the drug use had to have been real, because I've seen people act like that in real life. You yeah. know what I mean? The yeah. ticks, the, uh, everything. It just it just very convincing. Yeah, My thing was it was so unstructured in a lot of ways where you were just like what in the hell because it would cut from him doing something ridiculous to like so yeah it's like so i it kind of got me in that mindset of like, Wait, I'm, say I'm, that I'm, again you said it would cut to him doing something because it, it the connection cut say that again oh i said it would cut to it would be him doing something ridiculous and then it would cut to something completely unrelated and then the next scene would start yeah and it's that's what I imagine like a hardcore drug addict's mind would be like. All it over the place. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and adding on to that, yeah, I, I agree. That was something that I noticed as well. It was very much like you really got a glimpse in the life of this type of person. Someone who may not necessarily do all the same things, of course, for the sake of fiction like Kytel did, but it was very much like seeing how someone who does that type of lifestyle, the gambling, the – the drug use, yeah. the drug transferring, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know. Right. And that um, was such a huge thing, the gambling thing, you know. And it was it, – to he steal never, my money. <laughs> yeah. What was, what was crazy is how they – a lot of innocent scenes were shown, like, oh, you yeah. know. And it, it would always cut to see – you would see something innocent going on, and then you would see the dirty underbelly. Like, right. uh, like for instance, at the beginning, you know, he's he's taking his kids to school, and and you see he's kind of got he's he's the tough love type father yeah, to his yeah. kids. Which one of the questions I had in the movie is, what the hell happened to his children at the beginning? Yeah, who was that old lady? Yeah, what well, what house was his house? <laughs> like, what? Exactly. Where did he live? Like, right? Yeah, because then it cuts to him awake again in his house, and this little Asian kids just sitting there watching TV. And well, I, I liked. I like. The they never show thing. you whose house that was. Like he just woke up there. Well, I like how, <laughs> I like how, on that scene in particular when he wakes up on the couch and on TV they've got the they've got a cartoon going for the child, but 
it, it was this song that they kept repeating the chorus. It's like, we did it all today. I, I can't remember, but it's like, but you know, we'll do it again. We've always been doing it. And you know, we'll, you know, kind of like being like, Hey, it's yeah, just, gonna, it, it, it's just, yeah, he's gonna, he's, you're, you're about to see what he just did all over again. But right. you know, of course, different, you know, where's and wins and shit. Yeah. But, um, it just kind of like lets you know that like it, it ain't gonna change. Like the movie, you're, you're, you've seen what this movie's amounted to, and now you're just gonna watch this downward spiral. Which, yeah, going back to the innocence thing, I thought it was crazy how, what, I mean, I guess as as old as this movie is, we don't have to, we can discuss spoilers, oh. but. Oh, oh spoilers all day long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, um, they're they're gonna know a week in advance what we're gonna be walk, talking about next week. If they okay. join in on the fun, they can watch the movie and, <laughs> and chime in. You know what I mean? Yeah, but um, I, I liked how with the innocence parallel, which I mean, I know that's that 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 happens in a lot of films, but with what we're talking about, something as innocent as baseball. Yeah, right. Was was it? It, it wasn't the drugs. It wasn't. Uh, his yeah. treatment of people—it wasn't the lewd acts in front of other humans. Because I mean, you know, you're sitting there by a window with your dick out, making these, making this woman do shit. You know, I all think that crazy they were stuff. young too, like underage. Yeah, that's because why, they, yeah, he, they didn't want them to call their dad. But like, it was, yeah. but it was, it was, it was gambling on a baseball game. It was that, that, that's what that's what did him in, and I, it's just it's it, it's like there was a it's like they. There was a sense of irony throughout the whole film. Oh, yeah. Well, my question is, how did he let it get this bad? You know what I mean? Well, he lived up to the name, Bad Lieutenant, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, like, yeah. Right. Like, what What? What crime scene or what case? We need to see the prequel. <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened to well, make this lieutenant my, so bad? In my mind, um... The house that he was at is, I'm piecing it together in my head. Never I'm, saw a wife. So, so, Well, that's the thing. I think it was him, his mother, and his sister because they talked about the aunt. Yeah. And then four, he's got four kids, okay? Four Little kids. Them. Yeah. So did the wife leave him? Is that what caused him to go down the Or did path she die? Yeah. Did she get killed or something? Because he's terrible? gambling and not paying his debts. Like, Yeah. So how what caused him to start this? Because in when the movie starts, it's ninety to nothing. Like it's a it's full blown. You know? like it's in there. Yeah, You're, so we're raping nuns. We're smoking crack. We're yeah. I mean, we're yelling at Jesus in the church. Like <laughs> oh my. Okay, <laughs> that was okay. strange. So before we get to that, okay, um, a nun gets raped by these two kids. Big right? time, like. Like it shows, it shows on everything. There's bloody crosses, all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, and that's the case that the movie kind of centers around, even though it doesn't really touch on it all that much. Um, right. After the case happens, he goes to the hospital and he sees the nun get being undressed and them talking to her about everything that happened and and what kind of uh, medical issues she has and all this stuff. Right. Oh yeah, it wasn't it like she was she was penetrated by a crucifix. Oh yeah, that bloody yeah. they stuck in the evidence bag. Yeah, when Which they was went way too to the big church. for that bag. I was like, that's not gonna fit in that bag. <laughs> you gonna be able to close that? Then he goes to the church, falls asleep he, in it. 
he passes out inside of wakes the up in there. Nobody says anything. It's like they're in there doing the crime scene shit. He's yeah, just like, uh, uh, like he just combs his hair and stumbles <laughs> around. They're like, nobody's ever says anything to this guy. Like, like he yeah. literally gets away with everything. Yeah, he gives his his friends quote unquote bad information, which turns out to be good information on the betting, the whole betting gambling thing, because they end up winning because he told them that uh, the the Mets were going to win everything, and he was betting on the Dodgers the whole time. So right. he's a, he's a shitty friend. He <laughs> he's picking up prostitutes. He's doing drugs. He's um, he picks up pro- uh, the prostitutes. They go back to that chick's house, and he's stumbling around all naked, acting yeah. like acting a fool. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> acting a fool, man. That that seems surprising. While, while one hooker dry the, humps uh, the other, just well, I mean, it's like he he acted out like a shitty country song this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he he pours him a glass of alcohol and then just chugs the bottle. He had alcohol almost every scene. Yeah, it made always. me want to drink. Like, yeah, right. He hey, was always what what doing was up bumps. with that though? Whenever he finds the the kids that raped the nun, he lets them go. He takes well, like, them to the was well, that a bus station? Yeah, well, and he remember. lets them go. Well, if you remember, uh, you know, it all attributes to his little meltdown in the church at the end where he sees Jesus and it's just that woman. But yeah. that, now that scene, that scene made me very uncomfortable because it, it, it like full blown vulnerability. Jesus looks oh, sad. Yeah. Like him just, <laughs> him just laying it out to, to, to Christ and everything. Like that was just, that was a very what like. What was he saying to him? Where it, were you? Yeah, you're yeah. saying, but where see, were hey, you? What happened I'm too to his week? Wife. Help me. See, we like, don't know what happened before. But Something it's like happened. That, but what's weird is that this whole film, he's doing all these things that a normal, a normal, a normal, rational thinking human being would, of course, never do. Yeah. And at the end, when he has his meltdown, he he blames out Jesus. Pops, <laughs> well, out, well, out pops the relatability, and he he says all the things that I think anyone would say yeah yeah oh yeah um, but, but then it gets to a, a, a turn of events to where he sees jesus he's questioning jesus then he asks jesus for forgiveness and to kind of enlighten him then well you know black- well remember too with the nun he he goes hey I, I found i found these guys like he basically says hey i'll go kill these motherfuckers as long as you let me like give yeah. me permission she didn't want to do she, it yeah, and that and, and and you can tell how far gone he is by how he can't understand that he can't wrap his mind around it. Yeah, and and then he melts down. Why and then did he, she protect him? I I guess because out of her faith, I guess that's the only yeah. thing I was capable of chalking it to. What well, did she say? Remember what did she say to the when she was in there in the in the doing the confession? Well, basically, from uh, between that conversation with the priest and the conversation with Harvey Keitel, she tells the priest that out of her being raped, that maybe she'll have a kid, and that kid will do good in the world. Okay, so that's kind of what that's chalked up. Yeah. She knows who did it. They're around the neighborhood, but she's not going to tell him. But like see, it's better that she gets pregnant than someone else. Right. I but guess, also, right? Something yeah. I took. Something I took from it too, and maybe this is just just morbid thinking on my my part. That she liked it. Well, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, seriously. 
No, Whoa. she no, no, well, well, listen to me. You've got such vulgarity and depravity going on this entire film. It's almost like to sh- to show you that no stone or you know not, nothing's sacred. Yeah, nothing sacred at all. Like everything has that weird corruptibility. And he, I mean, I I don't know how a woman would get any kind of happiness out of being, of course, m- you know, sodomized with a crucifix. But like, well, I, that's not sodomy, is it? It's a band name now. <laughs> crucifix no. sodomy. <laughs> but like you know, well you know, being being violated with a crucifix, I guess is the yeah yeah the um the proper way of saying it. But you know, but but she she kind of said it like I forgive, like almost like she doesn't want to ever admit that she liked yeah. it or she was for an ex- I guess okay with it for a moment. Well, I don't, I don't um, know. It just, it, it just, it, it had that eerie feel because the whole movie kind of just shows you how fucked up everything is for at right. least through this man's perspective. Right. And I don't know. I feel like that, that, that very subtle, but like, I don't know. I, I kind of, but like, like I said, it could just be my own fucked up thinking, but. Um, well, the, the, what I chalk it up to is you have the bad lieutenant, drug addict, gambler. Um, you know, everything. He hits every bad um, stereotype in this movie, pretty much. And then you have the nun, who is supposed to be kind of the personification of all the goodness in the world. So you have these two extremes that meet by this unfortunate accident. And then that conversation that he has with her, basically like, I can take care of this. I just need to know what you know, all that stuff. And she's like, well, I forgive you. It's, or I forgive, I forgive them. I'm not going to tell you because I forgive them already. And maybe something good will come out of it. It's almost saying like that has to happen in order for him to see Jesus at the end, because he's like, how can you forgive these people that did such terrible things? Basically saying that terrible things have happened to me. And I've been on a downward spiral ever since that happened. How can you forgive somebody that did this horrible thing to you? And she's just like, I have faith that it'll all work out. And then that's when she leaves and Jesus shows up. And Jesus don't have to say anything. No, you know? he didn't say shit. He didn't say He just looked at nothing. him like. Yeah, like you know you've been doing bad. Yeah, you're a bad lieutenant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> my thing with it, though, is. Um, He has the conversation with her, and then he has that not really a conversation with Jesus, but that whole thing happens. And then that black lady enters the church, and she's like, I know who did it. They tried to pawn this cup. I'm trying to do what's right. He goes over there. They watch the baseball game together, do some drugs together after he handcuffs them. Smoke some crack. Yeah, smoke some crack. He's like, I got something better than what you're smoking. And he pours his own shit in there for them to get high off of. Um, you think like, okay, he just saw Jesus. He had this conversation with the nun. He's turned a new leaf. He's going to do what he thinks is right. I thought he was going to turn them in. Well, that's the thing. Any rational person would have turned them in, got the reward from the church, and uh, tried to get out of this whole gambling debt that he's been into. Be a hero. Yeah, but in his mind, he thinks that the best thing for him to do, since the nun has forgiven him, and Jesus forgave him for being such a bad lieutenant and being a bad person that he can just give them this box full of money 
unspecified amount of money, a lot, however much was in there, buys them a bus ticket and tells them that their life doesn't mean anything here. Go somewhere else. He gives drug addicts a box full of money and a bus <laughs> ticket and says, go somewhere else. Now, and then, why and did then the Mexican out. lady give him that money? Because he uh, earlier in the movie, he went to that young Hispanic dude and gave him that big old bag of Coke. Okay. It was for that. Yeah. And then what were those? Were those lewds? She gave him some quaaludes because he was fucked up going down those steps with that money. Like he was standing in the corner holding it, had his gun out, waving it around. Like he didn't care. He's like, no, that money, no. that cigar box was full of hundred dollar bills, man. I think I mean, at some point in the film, I think they said it was something like thirty thousand dollars. But I, I could have mistaken that with a debt. bet he That's was making. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like he was. Well, he said he was, was a good Catholic. That's what he told the one guy. He's like, I'm a good Catholic. But when <laughs> yeah. he was yelling at Jesus at the end, Jesus was standing there, let him yell at him. He's like, That's what I'm here for. Get it out. <laughs> and he looked at him like, you know, I still love you. Yeah. Even if you're a bad yeah. lieutenant. Yeah. I still I love, love you, man. I still love you, bro. Right. So you know, was it? Would you say it's a the movie could be described as a junkies come to God film? Um, in a way, <laughs> I, I, I think that uh, they to chalk it up to anything like that. It's like, look, you can be the worst person in the world, which he was. I mean, the only thing that he wasn't doing was beating his kids. You know what I mean? Like it didn't show him do that. That's he the only didn't thing spend no he, time with them. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But um, at the end of the day, Jesus forgives you no matter how bad you are. Yeah. So this is almost a Christian film. So basically, <laughs> it had a we message. Need to start, yeah, we need to start showing this in churches and crack houses. Seven hundred club needs to run this. <laughs> exactly on repeat yeah. tonight on tonight on TBN's yeah. late night Easter special. <laughs> I mean, it's got Jesus in it. It's an Easter special. I mean, Jesus looked rough too. Like they just took him off the cross. They let you know up front how bad he is, like because you could see, like he goes in the in the one store and they're like, they, they stole five hundred dollars, and he shoots a gun next to the dude's head. And he just pockets that. Cash. He takes the money, man. Puts it in his pocket. <laughs> he, it. It. he walks right in there and takes some shit. He's like cigarettes. Well, and, 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 well imagine how terrified that little kid was when he was like, "Your dad will be back." While he's just sitting there, fucking. Yeah, stealing basically. <laughs> just take take it whatever he wanted. Pocketed the money. Whose house eats. was he in with the Chinese kid? <laughs> like, <laughs> he just woke up on the couch, and then that was it. He's just there. He looks at the kid. Is it supposed to make you feel like? Like, this is what it's like to be on drugs. Like, you just wake up somewhere. Where the fuck am I at? You don't know. Cartoons on, I, kids eating cereal. It's like, what the fuck? Well, I, I really think that that was his mom. Because earlier, like, towards the end of the movie, they've got all those p pictures laid out on that big table. And he's snorting coke off the, like, family photo, yeah. basically. And she sees and she him doing it. Yeah, there. and she's just like, like, go go say a prayer for his ass or something. Yeah. She, oh, he, yeah, yeah. That, that, that lady, they just kind of, yeah, they don't say whole, anything like, oh, like what's the, oh, so this yeah, is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be on my way. You're a bad he father gave, too. That look was like, you better get your ass stepping. I'm fixing yeah. to do some more of this code. Just, if you want in. <laughs> just looked, it's like everyone that any, any hopeful figure in the film, what little there were all gave him the, you're a bad Lieutenant look. Yeah. Like, now he looked at her right. like, bitch, you didn't put in on this. <laughs> Like if there were, if, if there was, if there was, was closed captioning, it would say "bad lieutenant look." 
Yeah, right. Man, and that didn't that come out the same year Reservoir Dogs came out? Either, I think it was 90, 91. He looked about the same age that he was when he shot that other one, but I mean. I'll say this. 1992, they, they, yeah, yeah. It, in uh, Reservoir Dogs, they, they don't show Harvey Keitel without a shirt on. He is straight <laughs> built. Yeah. I was like, whenever I saw him, they took his shirt off. I'm like, he has muscles. Yeah. Like you watch Reservoir Dogs, he kind of looks kind of big and kind of, but he doesn't look buff. But whenever she's like rolling his arm up to shoot heroin into him, yeah. I'm like, he's got some muscle there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why no. didn't Quentin Tarantino take that shirt off? You yeah. know? <laughs> he's like, on, ah! and his dick's hanging out and he got no clothes on. <laughs> like, just, he yeah. did some good what? shit. Like, that was that. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh man he was real about, fucked up man he wasn't even banging the chicks dude no. he didn't even screw the girls in the car he just wanted to beat off next to the door i think and he was we quick with it on. he was just like ah you know yeah i and think he just no, and hey, wait, did he, you hear he said it nothing <laughs> did you hear it though like the the yeah that was real <laughs> He had to have been really doing that. Well, it's like, and then it happens that he just kind of walks off. away. <laughs> just walked away. Them, girl, like, them, them girls are like, what the fuck just yeah, happened? I'm taking this car straight home. Yeah, I think they were underage. Because yeah, because like, he's like, you got a boyfriend? Don't call yeah, our father. Tell- yeah. <laughs> uh, right? I mean, but he's a bad lieutenant, dude. He, I mean, yeah. banging underage yeah. chicks, nuns getting raped. That. This movie what was about fucked. The, what about the, hey, and what all about of that happened movies? in an hour and 37 minutes. That's what I real. thought huh? was crazy, too. Short movie, but a lot I, of shit went down. Like, before, well, I mean, before I, before the movie started, I was like, I'm going to see how long this is, you know? And, uh, yeah, when I noticed it was like a 90-minute film, I was like, shit. Yeah. Oh, but they, got, they got it out. And it had a lot of those scenes, like, you know, him with those hookers and naked. That didn't add anything to the movie. No, it was dude. just crazy. He was acting like a crazy yeah. person. I think we saw the director's cut. Like, yeah, just put it all in there. Why not? Well, they said that um, when the movie released, it was NC-17, and Blockbuster and Hollywood Video wouldn't take NC-17 movies, so they made an R-rated cut, and basically all they cut out was the scene where he jerked off in, next to the well, chick's I'm glad car. I got to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that, you know we needed that. that. <laughs> yeah, right. just need to let you know how bad he is. Like, yeah, come beat off next to your car. Can you give us a how warning? Crazy. I could give you a warning. I mean, yeah. How about I do you a favor? You do me a favor. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, and that's the thing. That's what makes me think they're underage because, like, he would have just been like, "Look, there's two of you. Pick a mouth. Let's go." You yeah. know, yeah, both of <laughs> but, you. Now, yeah, at the same time, you know, but um, he makes that one girl. Let me see your ass. And yeah, she he made her bend over. Off. Yeah, he made her bend and over, he, and the other girl's like doing, fucking got her tongue going all over the place, and she didn't want to do it at first. <laughs> it took forever for her to do it. Like, yeah, almost like that like wasn't part it. of the scene. She was like, I, I didn't sign yeah. up for this. Like, shit, oh, that that was yeah. probably real. Like, <laughs> well. That girl was his uh, babysitter, like in real life. Oh, yeah, I read that. I read that on IMDb. She looked uncomfortable. Yeah, she and, didn't look like an actress gra- at all. 
So well, the director was like, "Are you sure you won't do this with your um, uh, babysitter? You know, this might get kind of weird." And he's like, "Eh, let's just see what happens." I think it. I bet it added to it. Oh yeah, because it was real. Like it, 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 it seemed real. Well, they said she most looked so of the embarrassed. Was, like, yeah. And she kept kind of looking kind of like where the off camera was like laughing and didn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, it's like, no, nah, bitch, don't laugh it off. Work that mouth. Let's see what that mouth, <laughs> let's see what that mouth got. Oh, they said that, uh, most of it was improv though. It like kind of had an improv feel. Yeah. But it felt like, I think Harvey got tell Lieutenant, he just isn't telling anybody, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then he, <laughs> he ramped it up. He's like, we need lots of drugs. We need hookers. We need my babysitter. Let's make a movie. Yeah, I wonder if it's like Dennis Hopper in uh, Blue Velvet. He was really huffing that oh. shit and doing the drugs in that movie. Like, like that's I the only this. way he would do it. Oh, Blue Blue Velvet's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that one on the list, too, yeah. yeah Blue Velvet, got- Catch-22. It's all coming. Yeah. Who is this major, a- major? <laughs> Why is he so important? So, before we go any further, buy, rent, pass, Adam. What you got? Uh, well, I own the movie, so oh, now so I did get are. a bargain on it. I bought it like at a pawn shop or something, but I bought the movie. Uh, um, would you? Well, I've probably watched that. it like three times. So right, it's not one of those. Really, need- it's not one of those you could just. I'm gonna watch Bad Lieutenant. I mean, really, when you watch it one time, <laughs> you've seen it. That's. Well, it's that movie like uh, Requiem for a Dream. You have some yeah. people come over and you want them to leave. You put Bad Lieutenant on. Yeah, they'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, whoa, we don't want to watch whatever. Yeah. Man, this fucking <laughs> weed is killer. Like, uh, like no, it's this movie, man. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine watching well, that one, Stone? Like, No, I would probably freak fall out. Asleep? Yeah, fall slow, asleep? Because it's slow, but it's not. No. It's like it slow, enough, but it's not like it just keeps. Yeah. Um, so would you Blu-ray buy it? No. Okay. All right. It does look really about, good though. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I will. I mean, the, the copy I watched was HD. Right. But I mean, it looks good. It's got a good look, got a good feel. I like to see when he's in the car driving and they're filming and it's, it's straight up handheld. Like, yeah, right. I mean, that camera's, you know, moving around. He's drinking. He shoots the radio whenever Strawberry yeah. doesn't hit the, whenever he hits the. He says the N-word right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to. Bam. Yeah. No fucks when given. He... Right there in front of everybody. Broad daylight. Just There's just people walking the in the background. He's just, he didn't yeah. give a fuck. No. That's no. why, like, all those people were looking like, what the hell was, I wonder if he actually shot the radio. You know what I mean? Like it looked like he it, did. Yeah. So all those people are responding to a gunshot in a car and then he just pulls a light out and puts it on top of the car. Yeah. <laughs> just as fast yeah and then they're like, Oh, it's the cops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah right. I'm surprised he didn't get arrested for impersonating a police officer. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, who are you? He's in character. I'm the bad Lieutenant. Who are you? I will say, you know, Hey, if if I saw it real cheap on Blu-ray, I'd buy it. Not so gonna Black pay Friday. full price. It's not a full Black price Friday Blu-ray Blue. for me. Yeah. Which let's be honest, full price now is probably five dollars. But yeah, uh, 
you know, if Wait. I was like, oh shit, two bucks, Bad Lieutenant Blu-ray, why not? What if uh, the director comes out? It's like we got forty-five minutes of extra material. Yeah, I'll watch it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what did they leave out? <laughs> right, I want to see that movie. Possibly. What yeah. could they possibly not? What, yeah, what did the people, uh, the higher up, say? You can't put that in that movie. You have to cut that out. I'm like, oh god, uh, <laughs> we'll see that movie. Yeah, for real. Oh man. All right, Trav. What about you? Buy rent pass. Uh, bargain buy. Black um, Friday buy. Like, I, I mean, it's something that I think if you are a just a film junkie. If you're someone that just loves to add them up to your, you know, add them into your collection, it's definitely worthy in your edgier side. You know, the films that are, you know, something that maybe you're, you're hanging out and it's like, hey, you know, have you guys ever heard of Bad Lieutenant? Something you'd pop in, something that would last the duration of maybe hanging out with some people, you know, and still have some time to do some other shit. Yeah. I'd throw it in with that. Um, Personally, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Would I sit down to watch it again? Probably not. Yeah. As in, I feel like I wouldn't You've get seen the it. same. That well, it, now it doesn't you know have, what happens. Yeah, now you know. Like, it, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't have that. That fr- it, it doesn't have that first watch grandeur that movies like these have. Like, yeah, yeah there, I agree with that. There's, there's no replay value. It. Like, there's. I mean, there, there's, there's depth if you want to call it that to it. But yeah, I would definitely add it to the you know get it if you get it if you're a collector. Um, it's I a, would definitely it's a sh- it's a shelf setter. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a shelf setter. <laughs> you put it up there, it looks yeah. good with all the other ones. Like well, I mean, that's it, what this movie the, is. It's a shelf setter. Like, <laughs> but yeah, man, I would I I I'd, I'd bargain buy. It's it's definitely. It's definitely not a pass if you've ne- if you've never seen it. I, I I would urge anybody to watch it um, because I feel like the shocking scenes. If you're if you don't have the stomach for that type of film, um, of course uh, you're gonna have to stay away from it because yeah. there's a shit there's a shit ton of vulgarity. I mean the movie is <laughs> like it's yeah. that's all it is. But um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a worthy watch. And a definite grab it if it's cheap, but I I, I don't feel like I'll, I'll be coming back to it. Right. Yeah. Um. I agree. If uh, let's see, I would buy it on Blu-ray if I like bargain buy. Of cheap. Course, yeah. yeah. But um, after I watched it, I kind of wanted to go back and rewatch it after I found out that they didn't have the permits. Just to watch the reaction yeah, of everybody. A lot of cool around. shit in the background. Like Yeah, yeah. Right. I didn't know that. Now I would yeah. like I would I would I I would have to take back some of my statements and that I would probably watch it again, maybe with some sort of director's commentary. Oh, or, that would probably be you know, good. something oh, something yeah. that would something that would help dissect this movie more because yeah. um as you were saying, uh Griffin, it had a lot of um you know, it, it a lot of on the spot things going on. So it would be nice to actually see through the, the creator's uh, yeah. perspective, you know, what, what, what was, what was, <laughs> what was stuck to the screenplay? What was, Oh shit, we need to come up with something. Let's do this. Or, Hey, we need to change this. Cause it don't fit. 
Yeah. Or, you know, in, any of those little tiny behind the scenes uh, bits. Like, cause it's, it seems like the production of the film almost has a little more interest and in, in value pers- more so than the film itself. Yeah. Oh, Which, yeah. It wasn't detri- I mean, it's just you know, it, it's not detrimental to to the film's yeah. end product, but it seems like there's a lot. It was a lot happened to make this movie, and a lot went on to to make it, as with any film, but particularly with what we're talking about, this one has you know. Yeah. It seems like it's got some. It, there's still more meat on the bone rather than the film itself, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, I would love to see. <clears throat> Instead of just a straight director's commentary, a scene by scene where you watch a scene, they stop it, and then they talk about it. Because you got to think like, this is what was originally written. This is what was improvised. Uh, this is, uh, we couldn't get permits for this part. Like that nightclub where he goes to the nightclub and he walks to the back and does coke with that guy or smokes crack with him, whatever. They actually went to a functioning nightclub and they just followed him th- walking through it. You know what I mean? How many takes did that take to get that shot? Was it the first one? Did it pull, come? You know what I mean? Like, I want to know. I want to know everything that went on into making it because it, it had that feel of those early, like, Scorsese films where it's like, this is so raw and it's so unpolished that it makes it that much more real, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely uh, Blu-ray buy it, especially if it's like a collector's edition or a special edition, anything like that, that's like interviewing the director, interviewing Harvey Keitel. If there's any footage that wasn't released or any like behind the scenes footage, I mean, cause if he stayed in character like that the entire time, I would love to see like him just like being <laughs> creepy. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I mean? how, how he behaved on set and yeah, the little, you know, the little things here and there. Um, one thing I was wondering is Harvey Keitel, a method actor? I don't. I don't know if he's a traditional method actor or not. Um, maybe just what I read. He read the script and he read like the first ten pages and threw it down and was like, "This is terrible." Then he came back to it later and actually read the whole thing as a whole and he was like, "Oh, I can kind of see what they're going for here." So I don't know if he's method actor on everything. Or if it was just this kind of jumped out and gave him the opportunity to to go method. And if if this is the only one, that makes sense because like if he was method on this film and didn't do it again, then he was like, "This is going to be a problem if I do this for every." You know what I mean? So my question's like, why are they not casting Harvey Keitel in big budget movies anymore? Right. I mean, he is a great actor. I think he's he is a method actor. Oh, really? I just Googled it. Ah. Yeah. That's crazy. I never would have guessed that. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's some things, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But he he's done a lot of method acting. You know, I'm sure. I don't know if he was really smoking crack or... Or, you know, really shooting up heroin. But that needle was in both arms. Yeah. You don't normally see that. I mean, it was in there because when she, like, let it go and it was hanging down, it was pushing the skin up. Yeah, right. Like, it was pushing the skin up, man. And her vein was shot. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't the first time she's done that that week. Like, she needed to hit something else. Like, 
I want to believe that that's that spider veins, like <laughs> spider vein. Yeah, this one's blown out over here. We gotta switch to the other arm. Um, My fucker looked like I don't know that that shit was. I was like, are they shooting up heroin, dude? That that scene gave, almost gave me anxiety. The needles. I hate. And they I take forever. Needles. I'm like, get it over with. Get it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. I hate needles, man. Like, Pulp Fiction, I can handle that. You know, bam, it's done. It's still sticking out of her chest, but it's done. But that slow, like, we're going to have to tie your arm off and find a vein. And I'm just like, oh, this reminds me of when I almost passed out at the doctor's office. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't. it gave me anxiety really bad when that scene happened. I just can't imagine, like, wanting to do a drug so bad that I have to do something I don't want to do to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just me. Um, all right. So I got a question for you. What has to happen in your personal lives for you to become a bad lieutenant? Oh man. Whatever it I is, think it it's gotta be... be my fault. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's gotta be oh, your yeah. fault. Like, uh, a what tremendous amount of guilt. Well, like uh, like the uh, dude in True Detective. Yeah. You know, he was like, he, he went off the rails, and it was because something, I can't remember exactly what happened, but something happened to his wife and kid, right? Oh, yeah, they got hit by a car. Yeah, something like that, and it just fucked his world up. Like, Yeah, I've, um, I was thinking about that after the movie, after I watched the movie, I was like, it, like I said, it doesn't show his past. And I'm like, if I'm in that position and I take all that time to become a policeman and then work my way up through the ranks to become lieutenant, this isn't something that would, uh, like a drug use that would gradually increase over time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. because if that was the case, then he would have never made it as far as he did without that stuff catching up with him. So it, it, yeah, it had to be instant. Whatever it was, had to instantly switch him from like good cop to bad cop. And that's another thing they never touch on any of the cases he's ever worked as a cop. You know, like there's hardly any other cops in the movie. They just basically let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. You know, he wakes up in the church. They don't say nothing to him. You know, the the chief don't come over there and it's like you need to get your shit together. You know, you can't be sleeping at the crime scene or anything like that. You know. Um, it's just, it's almost a study in, um, in the downward spiral into depression, into, into guilt. It's that, yeah, it's, it's really much that in a lot of ways. And then of course, Jesus at the end where it's like, yeah, you're forgiven. Like, even though that you're a shit hill, you can be forgiven, you know? Right. Oh, if you were the bad lieutenant, would gambling affect you? Would you be gambling that much money on a damn baseball game? <laughs> I think I think in order for to, to for me to to say I would become the bad lieutenant, I think it would take. I I, I don't know because I feel like it would take the unthinkable to do something for for that to mold for that to mold me into that type of person. Right. Yeah. Like, I agree. Well, it's almost like the movie could be. 
you know how you hear the old the old saying it's like i you know i don't know what i'd do if you know x happened or something and yeah. it's like bad lieutenant is a glimpse into one of the many ways you know your life would have a fork in the road and this is one of the this is if you go left like this is one yeah. of the one of the outcomes you know what's crazy is uh it wasn't even a day after that baseball game happens, and he just gets straight capped in the streets, man. Oh, yeah. They just, right there in front of just, everybody. Yeah, they don't care. Well, they pull up and went, hey, I, cop. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting the I was expecting the movie to end when the kids got on the bus because you know he's going to die. Like, you know that he's not going to be able to pay that money off, and he's not going to. He's just, they're going to kill him. They told him in the movie, they'll blow your house up. And he's like, good, I'll pay him 10, 10 grand extra if he get rid of my wife and kids or something like that, you know, get rid of my kids or something. So um, I thought the movie was going to end with him walking, freaking out, walking away, knowing that he's going to die. I wasn't expecting him to get into the car and start driving he, away off casual. He clearly had a death wish. Oh, yeah. He wanted it to end. By any means necessary. But my thing is, why didn't he shoot himself? You know what I mean? Right. I mean, to me, it would have been almost a better ending if he he put the kids on the bus, got them out of here. After the bus leaves, he has that freak out, and then he just shoots himself because he knows there's no way out of this situation that he's gotten himself into, you know? Right. But he's just gonna roll with it, and he rolls about a block down the street. That's as far as he gets. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, I like. Yeah, I liked how, I liked how the way it ended, with you know, yeah, like you're saying, him uh, getting in the vehicle, it cutting back to that music originally playing when he was with the women, like kind of showing you, or kind of nodding that it ain't gonna last. It, it he's played gonna, that Freddie gonna... Freddie Fender song in there a lot. What's that song? Yeah, they played it yeah. more than once. And, uh, you know, he, as he pulls up, you know, um, wasted days and wasted nights. That's what it's called. Like he gets, he gets, it's, uh, and you know, he gets killed ironically in front of Trump Plaza. I don't know. There's no irony to it, but I just think it's, <laughs> it's funny that in 2016, bad Lieutenant has that small little relevance there. Yeah. Yeah. When he pulled up, I was like, Oh shit. Is Trump gonna make an appearance, my fellow? But yeah, I yeah. still. But you're it, a bad lieutenant. <laughs> but it, in 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 retrospect, it's almost like the film is a darker, grittier episode of Seinfeld. It was dark, yeah, right? Like it's, all, it, it was a movie about nothing. Bow, like bow, in, in bow, all bow, you know, bow. in all actuality, you know. Yeah, one man like, struggle. No, nothing, nothing really happened in this film. It just watched. A cop going through the, the going through the motions, yeah, or a yeah. corrupted cop for Fucking that matter. Nervous breakdown, lieutenant. Like he was, yeah. <laughs> he speaking was dealing of, with some shit. Speaking of corrupt cops, like, do you think? And I know, of course, but do you think that police corruption is as bad now as it was, like, say, in the late eighties, early worse? I think I think it's I think it's probably just the same. I think uh, there's I think I think that kind of thing plateaued when it began. Like you can't 
like corruption of yeah. once, once it's a corrupt level, once it's like corrupt, you can't, can you, you, can't can be you level up? How do you level up? Like, <laughs> like when you what's the level yeah, above corruption? Yeah, <laughs> right. When you're when you're when you're so far to the point where you're you're not arresting people when you should. You're not you're not really doing much of anything as a lieutenant, like. Because yeah. there's never a, there's never a scene where he's at the precinct figuring oh, something dude, he out. He never went or, into the office. Like, but it, <laughs> it almost it almost begs the question: Was he really a lieutenant? Was that just all bullshit? Was he able? Did he have the the badge and shit going on to just do what he wants? What like if he used to up. be a lieutenant? He, yeah, like maybe he's cut from the force or something, or maybe he's just so strung out in his mind that he just meanders to whatever. Like the movie is really just him going wherever the fuck he felt like going. And he just was insanely like under the influence of shit. Everything that happened on the Island happened on the Island. You know, (laughs) (laughs) what if he was dead the whole time? Well, say with Jesus, man, (laughs) That, that had that to be very insane. uncomfortable to just shoot. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they teased you with it early in the movie because, like, what, wasn't he, uh, whenever he was with those prostitutes, it shows him hanging on that cross. No, when that or, chick was getting raped. Yeah, yeah. They were raping the was, nun at Custard Jesus, and he's like, ah, like he's screaming. Yeah, like, that damn. was, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Well, like that, like, oh, yeah, like, well, when, when you, when you thought the film couldn't get, any more crazy than it already uh, has. Raping the nun on the altar. That's yeah. I mean, that's, well, I mean, and, and and even to the point through the metal, uh, the medical examination of the woman and the way they explained it, like that was cigarette burns, it, right? It was hard. It was yeah. hard to watch. It was hard to watch for that matter. Like it was yeah. very. Because while I'm not the most religious person in the world, like seeing seeing nobody something wants like to see that, a nun get raped. Well, like, yeah. yeah. Even no an atheist, wants... you're like, nah, man, that's fucked up. But it's like, even. Well, it's like, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. Like, even, like, nothing was sacred in that movie. Nothing was no. revered in some holy sense of, you know, reverence, you know, or reverence. Right. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more to, to come out of the none story other than just her for coming to terms with that was what just happened a side story that was a side quest <laughs> you know? i know but well and her talking about that she might be pregnant all that stuff okay well even under those circumstances of being raped is the catholic church gonna let her continue to be a nun i don't she think has? she can be a nun right so after like that. yeah i don't know i mean uh, and what did she say about the semen converted to you remember what she oh, said? Yeah. She said some weird shit. And it was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Are they going to let her continue to be that? Or like, what if that's the start of her downward spiral? I think you she was I mean? DTF. Like, like um, <laughs> she was cool with it. It didn't bother well, her that said, much. Well, they said that in the um, medical report that it broke the hymen, that her uh, hymen would so well, she, she was had, a virgin. That's yeah. So I don't know. It's all just, nuns. That's, somebody, that's what they have to. They have to be a virgin, right? They have to. I don't know. I think that's a rule. Can you? Can you like be a you know 
do whatever and then how do they know <laughs> when you they be, yeah, like, like, come on in here the priest is gonna <laughs> check it out staff. speak priest <laughs> <laughs> speak priest uh, father <laughs> man um yeah that was just uh there's so many ways to interpret all that i wish that we knew what made him bad yeah like that's the only thing that would have put it over the edge from like black friday's deal by to like i must own this movie there was no you know? build up he's just bad no. yeah well and then he's the father at the beginning of the movie your sister can be uh on time for school why are you always late you know like oh yeah. my god well and then drinking in the I car thought, yeah i thought there was some weird stuff happening though like he goes to the school and drops his kids off, and then he sees those two girls get in that car. And then the next scene is him showing up at a crime scene where those two girls were killed. Mm-hmm. Oh. So my, yeah. So my media was that thought, a flashback or something? I don't know. Was it? Was it? Or what? Did he kill those two girls? Oh. Or was it just happenstance that it happened that way? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what a coincidence. Yeah, and like whenever he's creeping around in the church and they're interviewing the nun, the cops are like, the more information you give us, um, the better chances we have of finding these guys. Was that Were they older, younger? You know, they were going through the questions. She yeah. wasn't saying anything. He was creeping around listening. He was creeping. And then whenever, he just mows yeah. his own out of there. The other cop like comes looking for him. He's like, where the fuck did he go? Like, yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, okay, he leaves before the cop gets there. Why? Why did he leave before the cop got there? Because he could. There's no way that he could have heard that guy walking in enough time to get down that hall. Is that hallway? Yeah, not, he was gone. Yeah. So, like, is he running from this? You know, or they said that there was what fifty thousand um, dollar um, reward for catching these guys, but he would have stuck around in order to find out the information to catch them. You know what I mean? He didn't care. It's just, it's weird stuff like that that happened that made me think like, what's, is this, what's going on? Is, is there stuff that they're not showing us, you know, or is it the fact that like he saw those two girls getting those two innocent school girls get into a car and then they leave and then they wind up dead. And he's just like another day. This is a reason to drink and do another drugs. Day, another you dollar. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and, and they don't even care about the kids. They're talking about a baseball game and how much money they can potentially win off of betting on the baseball game. It's like, if I, w- if I go to work, we talk about sports at work whenever we're not working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a time and a place for that. But if I'm investigating a crime scene. Shit, then, that motherfucker was never working. Yeah. For- <laughs> do a stitch of work. Like. <laughs> And there wasn't any money transactions really happening except for the cigar box. Yeah, which and was then the $500 that he pocketed. When he solved the crime, yeah. he kept the money. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say when that the Chinese dude was like, $500? He was like, get that motherfucker out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, he took like, him to the station and, and fell out a report. Yeah. It's like, oh, my. Give me the $500. Well, and then that other crime scene that he goes to later on, he he's like, 
did you search the bodies or something like that? And they're like, no. And he opens the door up, pulls this giant bag of Coke out of the dude's thing and tries to put it in his jacket pocket. It falls out and he's like, are you going to file that into evidence? Like, yeah. like what, a, what a shitty person. Yeah. He's, he's taking drugs and money off of the dead body. Well, they don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, right. I probably do the same thing. I'm like, eh, you're going to need this eight ball. Yeah. That was that 150 was a bucks and eight ball. I'll take it. But Bad Lieutenant was definitely. It's Definitely not a dud. A, no, not, no, not 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 in the least bit. Yeah, um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. So, um, so 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 movie news and stuff, guys. Have y'all y'all been keeping up with anything lately on the uh, upcoming uh, movies coming out? Like, uh, did you guys happen to catch the uh, Blade Runner trailer I did. or teaser yeah. trailer? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was definitely a teaser. Yeah. Um, and what about the um, and what about the uh, Alien Covenant trailer oh, wow. that dropped? What'd y'all think of that? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's tackle these one at a time, real quick, <laughs> because I've got a lot to say about both. <laughs> well, first and foremost, before we get into that, uh, we uh, we uh, or something I just I just noticed. Um, apparently, <clears throat> there's been a little stir with the internet on the possible name of the upcoming episode eight of star wars and um apparently there was a trade uh, mark attempt in the uk for uh, star wars forces of destiny oh. and Ooh. and they believe that that could be some sort of idea of what the next film could be called well, well, hey, if we're going to talk about Star Wars, we got to yeah, say that let, Carrie Fisher passed away today. Can we take a moment of silence? After having a heart attack on the 23rd on an airplane. You know, they said she died on that airplane. She was dead for like 10 minutes. Really? Uh, yeah, they had to revive her. And she went without oxygen for 10 minutes. And then she's been in critical condition since then. And today, you know, I guess it was, uh, that's, you know. It's over. I mean, the world lost an iconic pop culture figure. Yeah, she was. It's uh, just. Well, I mean, like you know, uh, uh, for any any science fiction, it's fan, Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah, you grew up with the that is a movie crush, man. You you. It's her some and Jabba the Hutt. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whenever I whenever I think of her, I think of her. <laughs> You know, wearing yeah. that little bikini. Slave next to, yeah, Slave Leia. Like. Well, my thing is uh, with the whole woman's empowerment movement and stuff, if you think back, like, she was one of the first, like, strong female uh, um, uh, Blues Brothers? She's, like, walking around with a gun the whole time, you know? Yeah. Trying to right? kill them and shit. Like. She kind of single-handedly was, like, in, in Star Wars Blues Brothers, like, all that stuff. She's, like, Especially in Star Wars, the way they, you know, she's the princess and all this, and then they morph her into like this, this leader, you know, this this powerful I mean, woman. Well, I mean, if you if you if you look at at Leia's character, she she just looked Vader straight in the face and was like, "What the you know what the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah. and I, well, I, I don't know. If, 
<laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch Rogue One yet, but the way that film does, in fact, then you know, like it builds up to literally the opening scene of A New Hope, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Because it's like everyone cringes around Vader, you know, like yeah, they're yeah. all, they're all, you know, they 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 submit to him. And, don't give a shit. Yeah, and just adding to that that strong, you know. Yeah female character you know like she, she she's the first character you see that just like is like all right we're gonna talk to vader i guess yeah right like that scene is so iconic anyway like you said she's just like straight up I well not eye to eye because vader's like 10 foot tall but you know <laughs> just, she's just like yeah I, i'm a princess damn it and shit's about <laughs> to get real motherfucker well you know? people like, that say that shit they've come on they've never watched the movies <laughs> I mean, really? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not their cup of tea. They just see that slave Leia picture or something, and they're like, "Oh, triggered." <laughs> but she's such a badass in that part. Like she kills Jabba. Yeah, like, come chokes on. his ass out with a chain, huh? And she does yeah. it smart. She waits for her opportunity to strike. If that's not a strong female lead, yeah. I don't know what. That bitch was plotting the whole time. Yeah. Like, I'm going to choke this fat yeah. bastard with his chain. <laughs> it's fixing to be all. So, what did you say? Force what? Uh, it's just, it, I believe it. the, the trademark uh, attempt was on uh, Forces of Destiny. She, which, shot, she shot some scenes for the next one. Like she's uh, gonna they, be they, in it. Yeah, she completed filming for it. Yeah. So we'll we'll wow. get one we'll get so Leia one know, last time. I don't know how they're gonna write her off, but I I I feel like she'll be left to the opening crawl of nine. Well, maybe that happens in the movie. Wouldn't that yeah, be crazy? Or, or yeah, if she I dies mean, in the movie and then yeah, it's like, whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa. if it if it's if it's keeping with. Uh, Tradition usually the second film in those trilogies well, is somebody's got to die around her, you know. Yeah, I mean in the first one, Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was that? Two years ago. Yeah, about a year. If, if, if you haven't watched that movie yet, you're not gonna watch it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Real. Which I wonder how Ford's taking all of it because they, you know, they, they, they had they a relationship. Shared, yeah. At the yeah. time, well, I would imagine I mean, they're I, all down about it. Cause they said she was decades a, ago, but yeah, you know, she's a nice like, person to be around, you know, had a good time. Like Kevin, Kevin Smith wrote something really nice about her, you know? Uh, yeah. I've uh, uh, never heard a bad thing about her, ever. She always like, seems real down to earth. Like, yeah, everyone's you know, still, Everyone's still, uh, you know, everybody gave her shit after The Force Awakens because, you know, she was as old as she was. And yeah, like, they I mean, gave her shit. And she did, like she did she have a she, bit of a, she did have a bit of a meltdown on Twitter. But at the same time, you know, that's what Twitter's for. Well, <laughs> how you going to give somebody shit for getting old? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's not like they can stop. Yeah, they're it, like, you, know? you look different. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that's you will too, I, one I mean, day, motherfucker. The, but uh, if, they were, if they were going to go after anybody, it should have been Harrison Ford for looking like an old ball bag walking around. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just say he looked it. like a catcher's mitt. <laughs> Did he know? Yeah. Like a one of those old school catcher's mitts, the big, the big fat one. It's like, oh man, it's like Billy got a new glove. What kind did he get? The solo. 
Yeah, the Ford. This is the, <laughs> <laughs> it's been worn in a few years, you know. Oh, which uh, I guess this is a good time to segue into it with Harrison Ford. Um, here's a question. Why is Ford doing all these movies for franchises he supposedly hates? <laughs> I think they're going to kill him in that movie. Oh, we're going to get into well, it. Well, he wanted, will to we do, get, he wanted to do Star Wars. He said he would do it if they would kill him off. I mean, will we what get, if they did that will, for this one? Will we get the answer to the age-old Blade Runner question of whether or not Deckard was a replicant? I honestly think I'm going on record here to say. Oh, shit. Movie prediction. Entire, <laughs> for real right the entire film Blade Runner sequel is going to be completely based around that single question that everybody's had and do I think they'll answer it yes I do but but I think it'll be at the ass end of the movie and do you think it'll be do you think it'll be do you think it scene, will also the scene in the teaser is the only scene with Harrison Ford <laughs> oh man <laughs> Wow. But here's uh, well, I mean, what if they pull a Star Wars? They're looking for him the whole movie, so you get this and whole. Then they thing. find him at the end. He's like, "You're looking for Cause, me, but because clearly, I mean, with 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 Ryan Gosling, with him being cast as the new Blade Runner, yeah, pretty you know, boy Blade Runner, yeah. They, you know, it, it's obvious that this is a, an attempt at maybe opening a new franchise, reintroducing this world to new generations of people who may have not watched the uh, director's cut, which is the one that's supposed to be watched. Yeah. Uh, that's my question. Uh, What's What version of the movie are they sequelizing? Uh, because every single version of that movie ends differently and leaves you with a different conclusion altogether. I've so, only seen the director's cut. I don't know what happened yeah, to the other each, ones. They've released like 16 different editions oh, of Blade shit. Runner. Collect the whole it's set. Yeah. <laughs> Off of one film, you know. Um, Who owns the rights to that? What uh, film company? Fox. Okay. Ridley Scott, don't he work exclusively with Fox? I oh, think? wow. But here's here, here's something else, too. Who Who finally lit a fire under Hollywood to be like, do something with Blade Runner? Um... I think a lot of it had to do with Harrison Ford because, well, you know, Riddle. And Star Wars, maybe. Yeah. You know, they brought him back in Star Wars. He did Star Wars. It got a big, well, a good reaction. Maybe he, had, maybe he had the bad lieutenant, and this is what we should refer to it from now on, the bad lieutenant moment of his life where he's, I'm not going to be around forever. Uh, maybe If I want to do I it, I need to do it now. Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe he got bad lieutenants. Lieutenanted, whatever. <laughs> um, but um, I think that because if they're going to try to branch off this Blade Runner into a whole new series and it not be a standalone sequel, then the idea of Ryan Gosling being a replicant, hunting him as a Blade Runner, is out of the question at this point, right? I, I would think so, but it, it would also make for a, an in, an insane twist that the Blade Runners are replicants, and perhaps maybe Ford was the last human. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, that would be very interesting. Because do the replicants age, first of all? Yeah, because he's See, old as fuck. Yeah, like the Terminator's age. Well, in the new one, they do. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. Yeah, he takes the long way around, you know. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's do this. Predictions. 
What do you think is going to happen, Blade Runner sequel? Adam, go. Um, Harrison <laughs> Ford's going to die. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's dying in the movie. I think that's the only way they could get him to do it is if it's like, end it. I'll Finally, do it. Kill it. me. Uh, what if that's his thing? What if that's his bad lieutenant? I'll do another Indiana Jones movie, but you have to kill me in the last Indiana Jones He's going to do another Indiana Jones movie. Right? What if that's... Uh, I heard I've something heard. about that. Yeah. I mean, who I doesn't remember, like Indiana just, Jones movie? I only remember, I only remember um, vaguely back when Crystal Skull came out, they had something... There was a small buzz about Shia LaBeouf possibly taking yeah, the they reins of that Indiana in the Jones real release. quick. Yeah, didn't he freak out? All of his public meltdowns and yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Steven Spielberg's like, Mm-mm. yeah, Mm-mm. which is a shame. He's say what you will about. Shia He's a good LaBeouf. actor. He is great. He's great. He was good in but... Fury. Um, he's just too wild card. Um, Travis, Blade Runner predictions. Go. As much as I would love an answer to that question, I think that we'll just get an entirely new film that has some nostalgic parts of the old, and we will probably still not get an answer. Is Harrison Ford going to die? Yes. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to die. I mean, come on. Well, like I th- <laughs> most of his sequels are probably going to culminate to Harrison Ford dies in yeah. this movie. He's going to do Air Force One again. Uh. Or I mean, or or maybe maybe <laughs> they or maybe they build up to something sappy like him and that chick. You know, they got away. They're both replicants, and they just wanted to live out their existence. Or I mean, you know, because the thing is, if I were if I were calling Blade Runner, replicants only had a small lifespan. Yeah, uh, yeah. He looks like he's a hundred. So. so clearly, he. I mean, <laughs> he's clearly human. I guess. I think he's human. But I feel like the answer, as much as I would like for it to be answered in the film, I feel like they won't. I feel like that's that's something for that that, that that's a film history course in yeah. itself. And I feel like they probably won't meddle with that. Yeah, but I mean, it would it would I mean, in the end, I'll be pleasantly surprised if they do. If they don't, then, you know, it's it's definitely, a, you know, leave leave certain things alone. Right. You know, though, at the end, they're going to have a showdown in the rain. He's going to shoot Harrison <laughs> Ford. He's going to die uh, behind blue eyes. Limp Biscuit credits. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we yeah, don't even get. But I mean, well, it, I just don't, as far as like monologues and just, you know, just those, just deliver those, you know, those epic lines. I don't think we're ever going to get something like that ever again in cinema. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to recapture that lot. That's that's for sure. Well, people have a really short attention span now. So, (laughs) yeah, you know, yeah, they can't really get away with that anymore. Yeah. I'm uh I'm gonna have to agree with Travis on this one. I think that it's gonna they're gonna I think that Harrison Ford is just gonna be enough to pass his mantle up to Ryan Gosling and they're gonna branch that off into whatever craziness that they can think of and it's gonna be a fun ride for all of us. He's passing not, the torch. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what they did in Star Wars. They had to pass the torch of the Millennium Falcon on to the yeah. new crew. I mean, had to pass the torch. That's the yeah. only reason it's okay if he's there to do it. Right. I mean, and they have to have somebody from the original, which it would be cool to see. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rooker Hare. The weird guy. Rooker Hare. Yeah, the the bad guy. Like, I love that guy as an actor. He's such a yeah. – always called Is he still around? Yeah, he was in the Batman movies, okay. uh, Nolan Batman movies. Um, but, yeah, I think that's what it's going to come down He's to. He's a weird-looking dude. <laughs> Ain't he? He looks like a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> he does. Oh, that would be awesome to see him in a Bond movie. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, – I agree. I think that it's going to come down to just the passing of the torch, just enough to feed your curiosity about – whether he's human or replicant, and then that's going to be that, and it's going to be the end of his story as a Blade Runner, you know. Dead, and it's which uh, I have a lot of faith. Um, you know, Ryan Gosling, I really enjoy, and a lot of the movies he does, I think that he chooses them very wisely. You know, a lot of ways he picks a lot of weird movies to do. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I've got some of his movies on my list. The place beyond the pines. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. Yeah, that's where he's the uh, he's he's a robber, like a, a thief, yeah. right? Yeah, he, a, he works for the carnival. Yeah. And he shows up, and and it takes the it takes place over the span of like several several years. It's really good though. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I what I think. I'm gonna go to the movies. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna enjoy it for what it is. And hope, fingers crossed, that it can live up to the original. I'm not yeah. sure. I, I wonder if they're going to, uh, if they're going to expand how how the movie looks. Because, you know, Blade Runner had that really claustrophobic. Yeah. It, it, had, it had that, you know, you're, you're confined a very little bit. Like you don't, you you very you very seldom get those sweeping shots. And when you do, you're like, oh shit! Like this is, yeah, way way in the future. But like the just that little teaser alone gave me hope in that it's at least going to be cinematically beautiful because it'll have because it has those crazy hues, the color where it, you know Goslin was walking that weird little landscape. Everything's all like what has happened in the world between that first movie and now. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, with Harrison Ford being his age, they're going to have to age it in real time, basically. So it's going to be that much further in the uh, the future. Um, that scene in the t- teaser where Ryan Gosling was walking down that alleyway, it looked and it was like the light was being shown from behind him. So you kind of saw the, the fog and the smoke and the silhouette of him walking look just like something out of their original Blade Runner. If they can, like, make it claustrophobic in the sense of when you're in the city, it's so big, but it's so small at the same time. But he goes to these big, massive, like, you know, Harrison Ford's like in the middle of the damn desert somewhere, the way it looks, you know? So it's going to be beautiful in the country, but in the city, it's going to be like super confined and claustrophobic. That's going to be a really interesting contrast to see that. Very much. Um, so Alien Covenant. Mm. <laughs> well, I've you been waiting me? forever since this is the sequel to Prometheus, right? Yes. I yes. mean, come on. I mean, how long? This, when did that come out? I, was that 2009? I, we'll see, when did that come we'll see, out? There's, there is, there's two, apparently, well, 
I don't know. There's supposed to be a Neil Blomkamp alien film. If I've if I've uh, yes. pronounced his name correctly, so we're actually getting two alien films very soon. For that matter, I guess that the Ridley Scott one is the Prometheus sequel, and the Neil Blomkamp is a sequel to just the overall the the the. the Oh man, what's oh god! I hate that I'm drawing a blank right now. Sigourney Weaver's character. Yeah, uh, Ridley. Ridley, yeah. Ripley. But it's yeah, Ripley. No, uh, I'm thinking Ridley Scott. <laughs> but bad. it's the sequel to her story. Whether yeah. that's needed or not, you know. But like, I, I I don't know. I think Covenant is gonna. I think Covenant's gonna be a lot of it. it I hate to say the word fun with an alien film because the films were originally, you know, fucking terrifying. I remember watching Alien and Aliens as a kid and being like, this is fucking creepy, man. Like, Yeah. I think that they're going to do a nice mix the way it seems like. Uh, it looks like a lot of the movie is going to be taking place in uh, inside the spaceship with the alien on board wreaking havoc on the passengers which is exactly what I want but it's also going to kind of explore how the alien has evolved since Prometheus which I also want to know um, right it looks different Well, it looks like the chest busters break out of the back now that one scene it, it looked like you know because in the teaser she runs up to that window, that dude's in there and it's locked and she's telling her to let her out. And it's like, it looks like it's coming out of that dude's back. So it hasn't evolved enough to like come out of the chest maybe. Right. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see, or maybe it hasn't put itself into a human host yet because in Prometheus, it puts itself in that thing at the end, whatever the hell those things are called. And it, that's kind of like the, precursor to the xenomorphs you know mm -hmm. so maybe this is the first time it's had contact with uh with the human species at all in that, right. in that respect well i wonder if ridley scott will ever have his hand on something that meshes with the predator universe because when those when, when you have the 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 joint universes of those two species and stuff you know the predators created the aliens for something to hunt so right. I wonder which way they're going to take it to where, I mean, or, you know, if it's going to be, you know, if it's going to continue to remain separate from that, except when they want to do that type of crossover, or is it going to be some way that the Whalen Corporation, like, modifies these aliens themselves? Hmm. Ah, uh, that's interesting to think about. I don't know. Or, or 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 it could like y'all were saying it, it's just a biological you know something that happens biologically that, that 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 we eventually get the iconic alien right well i i mean if you think about it though in prometheus it kind of squashes that theory because you know the the canisters that those guy the those aliens had on that planet it's what kind of made the snake looking thing, which is kind of the precursor to the face hugger. Right. So that, right, right. so, so that kind of kills the idea of the predators making the aliens as something to hunt, but it doesn't get rid of the fact that 
do the predators exist and know that these other beings that kind of had all those canisters, the, the ones who created our world or our humanity or whatever. Yeah. Um, if the predators like had something to do with that or knew them or maybe even be a higher race than them in a certain sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, will we, will we get the, will we get the callback or will we get the answers to the, the ending shots of Prometheus? Do we get to see where they go? Where, where, <laughs> well, uh, I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that the ship is responding to a distress beacon on a planet. And when they get there, there's only one survivor and it's the Android from Prometheus. Now, if that's true, I have no clue. Um, but if it, if that is the, this is the truth, then that's going to leave it that's going to open up a whole new world because like how long has the ship been crashed there? Okay. Uh, was the alien on the ship? I can't remember if the alien was on the ship with them or not. Whenever she took off, did it get on there? Was there eggs on the ship that she was on? You know what I mean? Like there's so many questions like, did she crash there, die? And then this planet had just like started being overran with like the xenomorphs, you know, the eggs, the queen, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, if that's the truth and he's the only one that survived it, then how does he have a body? First of all, cause he was just a head, right? Yeah. And unless she rebuilt him <clears throat> while they were traveling to this planet, he would still only be a head or then, this, or this movie could be a, just another instance in the, the timeline and maybe fast benders. I can't remember his name, but fast benders, uh, character is actually like you know since he is an android there's just multiple versions of him yeah well i know that his uh, character's name in prometheus was david and his character's name in alien covenant is like gary or something like that right so so that idea is yeah you know may, maybe um they're taking another one and that's the new version and the old version is, you know, what it is or whatever. Maybe the ship that she was on crashed on LV-426 or whatever it is that, in Aliens. You know, it kind of it leaves it open for so much discussion to a certain point. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if they pick up directly after what happens in Prometheus, well, I mean, time's passed, of course, but with that whole chain of events, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things where... Um, how much could it have affected with them being on that planet for such short amounts of time before the ship shows up? You know what I mean? Yeah. I it know. would be either way. It looks like it, 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 it's, it's got that promising look, but I mean, you know, te teasers and, and trailers are always deceiving. Right. Um, but. I think it's going to be a straight up, uh, a straight up horror movie to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, maybe maybe the alien gets on the ship and it's just reeking or just just fucking everything up and just kills everybody or one person escapes, you know, or or whatever. And then that's just the movie. Them go into the planet, the alien, you know, face hugger thing happens, and then it's just a, almost a straight out horror movie from that, which is something that I would very much enjoy. You know, like uh, to me, the way that I see the alien universe as a whole is like. 
really have to touch on a lot of stuff for me to be entertained by the aliens. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> they, they can leave it all open-ended. Because I a lot of people just shit all over Prometheus, but I loved it. I thought it, it was, was good. Yeah, space I really Cobra. liked it. <laughs> space Cobra was insane. Yeah, this movie had some shit. You know, they're like, you don't know what that is. And that thing was like, Wah! like, fucked yeah. him up. Like, don't touch that. Yeah, don't touch anything that you see. It's movies like this. Yeah. Movies like Aliens, Hellraiser. I don't want to go anywhere nobody's been, not been before. I don't want to mess with something that looks suspicious, you know? Yeah. If, if it's, it's old, a guideline, like. Yeah. I, I know that those things are fiction, but I don't want to nah. chance it. It's like, it's like that Elvis thing. He wore the cross in the Star of David. He didn't want to. So he he said didn't he, want to be caught on a technicality. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, it. That's how I. That's how I've lived my life. I yeah. don't want to not survive on a technicality of somebody's <laughs> imagination. You know what now, I mean? Hold up! Don't touch that. <laughs> Looks like that thing from from Prometheus. Yeah, right. What's this box about? Burn it now. Don't, <laughs> like, don't like open the, it. Don't look at it. Don't think about looking at it. Don't touch it. <laughs> well, it's like when you think about it. <laughs> If you, if you, if if we ever got to the point where we were we were capable of going to other planets, it's coming. Do you do you really want to mess with stuff that's that's there? Like do like do archaeologists really want to go in there and and like say say we discover a planet with ruins on it? Do you really want to go tinkering with this stuff? No, no. don't fuck with anything I mean, that's there, alive. There is there's a reason that we've that that, that that you've landed on a decrepit, you know, dilapidated, you know, civilization for uh, that matter. If you yeah. get off the ship and you see like buildings and stuff and it's like, wait a minute, whatever's here, it's smart. Let's get the fuck yeah. out of here, man. <laughs> it it knows the score. Story. Let's go. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> it's not gonna end I, well for anyone. Yeah, well, you know, and it's like it's it's like it's like it's like the horror film irony, like you like you know these characters are in like they're somewhere they should not be, <laughs> like yeah, at all. Not even not even in that sense of discovery type sense, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Curiosity always gets the best of everyone at the end. It I'm always, not it always kills the cat. Always. Like it, yeah. I'm not curious. Do I want to know how this works? If it's not on how it's made, I don't want to know. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's what, that's what they should have told the guy, the old dude in Prometheus. It's not on how it's made. Yeah. You don't want to know. Because yeah, right. when he looked at the dude, when the dude stands up and he's like, it's me, I, I, I found you. He looked at him, he kind of gave him a little smirk, and then he was like, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> right. who disturbs my slumber? It's his eye. <laughs> yeah. The old dude. I just want to live. It's like you shouldn't have come messing around with yeah. something you didn't know about. Suicide you know? Oh, yeah, mission. when you find out his ass was on board the whole time. Yeah. I knew that fucking sneaky-ass robot was talking to somebody. Guy, like, guy fucking Pierce. He's been a sleazy little fucker. Always. <laughs> like, like, he ended up, uh, he ended up being... Uh, what was dude's name? Was it David? Well, wait. If David? I remember correct, if I remember correctly, didn't he say he was the Mandarin in Iron Man three at the very end? 
when you find out uh, that when you find out that the Mandarin is just you know a ploy, but when whenever he's talking to him at the end in the final confrontation, doesn't he say he is the Mandarin? I think so. Yeah. Which I know a lot of people weren't happy about that shit. It was kind of cheesy the way they <laughs> they brought in a fake Mandarin like. Yeah, uh, like when they go in there and he's like getting drunk, banging hookers. It's like this is a Disney movie, you know? <laughs> what is this guy? Doing? This guy's got a you coke know? problem. <laughs> he's been watching Battle of Lieutenant yeah. way too many times. Yeah, <laughs> Ben Kingsley is bad lieutenant. Yeah, bad yeah. Mandarin. In Iron Man three, <laughs> bad Mandarin. Oh yeah. my god. Um, let's say uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh my God! Yes, looks as Dude, good as the like first that, one. That's. I think it's gonna. I don't uh, think they can go wrong, man. No. I don't think they could go wrong. They've got a. They've got a fairly good cast that that stuck and really resonated with audiences. They've got People good really enjoyed too. everyone's like the, everyone's performances. I just. I don't know if it's I don't know if a lot of people would agree or not, but it's like I, I have that Marvel fatigue now. Um I, 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 enjoy, I didn't watch the last I, Thor movie. That's how I'm just like, uh, another one? I enjoy the films, but it's like it's almost like it's really the whole idea of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and now building up to as we're getting closer to the that inevitable confrontation that the heroes are going to have with Thanos. Like, it's almost like that just, it doesn't matter anymore. What happens after that? Yeah. Who's the next guy? And it's almost like, well, it's almost like they're doing the same thing that somebody who wants to invest in a very exotic type of company, like either a very fancy restaurant or a very... (laughs) Uh, lavish hotel or something that's taking a very long time to build up and everyone's like, oh man, it's going to have this in it. It's going to have that in it. It's going to have all, you know, all these great things and each year it's like, oh, here's something else that, oh, here's just just so y'all know, this is still going to happen. It's like the wall, man. Once we get the wall up, we're going to be like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't really work. But at the very at the very end, I feel like I feel like this is all going to build up to Infinity War being probably the first big bomb, and I know that that's that's probably fighting words to a lot of fans, but I feel like they're they're weighing uh, so much down on these 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 two movies that I don't think it's gonna it's gonna match. It's not gonna it's certainly not gonna please everyone, which none of the films really have. But I don't think it's going to receive the fanfare that the hype for it has gotten. Yeah. Well, in Marvel's defense, though, Marvel has, other than, you know, the little tidbits that they've thrown in the movies and all that stuff, Marvel themselves haven't really come out and um, done anything official, really. You know, because there's all these rumors. There's going to be sixty plus characters in it, and then there, there's these characters from the um, Netflix series are going to be in it. Oh, then, man. No, they're not. You know, it's 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 all speculation. And I think people, I think Marvel Marvel's playing it right by not saying anything. First of all, because at that if that if they go about it the way that um, 
um, what's that game that came out this year? Everybody was looking forward to, and it just fucking tanked. Oh, the the, the no the, man's the, sky. Yeah, the space yeah. game. Yeah, you know that that company oh. promised so much, and they didn't go about it the right way. You know they they should have been like, look, um, yeah, you know you're going to get all this eventually through eventually. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, they and really also, did sell it though. Like the day you buy the game, it's going to have this. Well, you know, another thing too that I feel like maybe they didn't really push was that a game like No Man's Sky is really, really, really uh, dependent upon its user base. Yeah, yeah. They didn't they, they didn't come out and say that like, yeah, all this can happen, but you're all going to have to do it. Like you're all going to have to put these pieces together. Yeah, and with that being said, you know, Marvel's not having to be as dependent on their viewer base because they know that regardless of whether the movie's incredible or it flops, they're still going to make Marvel money off. Yeah, of they're it. pulling numbers. Yeah, no, now, now on a on a on a on an artistic level, though, I do think that it, it is time to reinvent the wheel a little bit. Well, well at least they're doing it better than DC. Yeah, well, I mean, they 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 are in in defensive in defensive DC though. And when I say that, we're talking about Suicide Squad, like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. the, the the thing, well, the elephant in the room is is definitely that DC does not have <clears throat> the they do not have. It's like they don't have the proper team assembled. They let the really, higher ups ruin the movie. Yeah, and yeah. and it's almost like they're they're not really. They're not working together like the Marvel franchise is, as in that the Who, directors are still capable no. of making their own film. Who directed Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, James Gunn. They'll let that guy come in and, and just shit on camera. And they'll just say, let it yeah. go, let it go, man. He made, he's, he made gold <laughs> the last time. Like, yeah. that movie's going to be great, and Spider-Man's going to be good. I'm calling yeah. that. That Spider-Man movie looks well, good, like. Yeah, it does. It, well, back to the original point, though. Like, I think that that uh, Infinity Wars is gonna it's gonna plateau the cinematic universe, and then they're gonna have to start at the bottom of the mountain and work its way back up to that plateau again. And that, well, I mean, just like the just like the comic books, you know. Yes, exactly like that. But what they are not thinking is they're going to have to outdo themselves because they've already done Civil War, which is superhero versus superhero. They're doing Thanos, which is the biggest, one of the biggest, baddest superheroes that they can use in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like the next plateau is going to have to be on the I mean, on the level of X Men versus Avengers. But is style. there is there a harder boss than Thanos? Is he the hardest boss? Well, I mean, there are more cosmic entities in the in the Marvel universe that are way more destructive and sinister than Thanos. But as far as what Griffith said, is the, the ones they can actually use to make a coherent film that people outside of like readers will be able to to enjoy and grasp. Uh, uh, he, he's definitely one of the the top. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I I don't know if they're thinking far enough ahead on this whole thing. You know, it's almost like once they got it right with Iron Man, 
and then they're like, we're going to do the Avengers. They've kind of got tunnel vision in, in a sense, you know, because yeah. they're focusing the end game for Marvel right now is Infinity Wars 1 and 2. That's the end game. But everybody, the viewers, me, myself included in this, is um, that's not the end game for me. They can recast the characters, and that's okay with me. They can do the necessary changes to make these movies go forward. But me as a viewer, I want to see the next person that they fight be on the same level or above Thanos. Yeah. and You can't go and, backwards. And, no. And, and um, are they going to be able to pull that off? Or is is the Marvel fatigue going to set in after this plateau? You know what I mean? Because after that, they're like, okay, we saw Thanos. We saw what they're building to. Are viewers at that point going to be like, I've seen it all. No big deal. You know, the, after after that happens, every Avengers movie after that is going to have to be Thanos. Better they, than Thanos. Or do they reset? <laughs> well, I think, I, I think Marvel, and it's something I think they've done from the very first Iron Man. Instead of trying to top themselves with whatever whatever the narrative may need, they're definitely going to stay consistent with the fun factor because that's one thing all those well, movies have in common. Whether they were good Disney or bad, movie. they were fun to watch. Like, yeah. like, for instance, Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. Ant-Man was Iron Man, just written differently. Yeah, and it was great. <laughs> and there was nothing wrong with that, but you could, you know, it kind of had the same symptoms that Force Awakens had with New Hope. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Like with Ant Man, you had guy has a suit. Evil corporation wants to take that suit. Yeah, and do you something can only else. do that so many times. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, bad guy wants the suit. Bad guy can't get it, so he makes yeah. his own. They want to, you know, weaponize it so to the military. <laughs> right, I mean, it's always the same thing. Like. You know who they need to weaponize? Bad oh. lieutenant. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it around, man. Yeah, that's it. They need to weaponize Harvey Cattell and tell him, Steve, Dave. Oh, <laughs> they Wrong need podcast. to uh, equip him with enough drugs, enough weapons to do whatever he needs to do, and send him to the Middle East, <laughs> and just have him be bad, yeah. bad general. Bad fucking whatever. And then nah, forty five minutes in, he's laying out there in the sand, all fucked up, tripping. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Doors music video. <laughs> Riders on the storm is playing. He got to hold us a bad peyote. Yeah. Then when, yeah. Some, then when some really intense shit happens, fucking Danzig starts playing. Yeah, his Mother. spirit, his spirit animal shows up, and it's uh, it's uh, what's his name? The lawyer from Fear and Loathing. You took too much. You took too much. <laughs> Doctor Gonzo. Yeah, he's in a bathtub. Every time you see him, he's just in a tub with a toaster. Yeah, and that song's playing White Rabbit. Yeah, do it with White Rabbit Pigs man. I need a <laughs> man. White Rabbit sung by Danzig. Yeah. Huh. No, he's in the God, tub and mother's playing. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most scary thing ever put on film. Yeah, they'll do it. 
and then they'll slap a Disney logo on it. <laughs> I think they will, man. I wonder how long it's going to be before Disney rolls movies the and television world? and everything. Yeah. It's not far from I it. Mean, Did you see no. their fucking little teaser for uh, Avatar Land? No. Wow, that looks pretty cool, man. Like they, they're making a theme park, like a whole part down there in Disney, and it's like. It's Avatar, dude. Ugh. Like it's all like colorful and like the light pulses through the, you know, like you take a little uh, boat ride through one of those things, you know, and everything looks like a glow stick. I mean, <laughs> it's it's kind of cool. Like, well, I they're mean, gonna, you know, they're gearing up for the next Avatar. Well, I mean, you know, you know, Cameron's all in on this Avatar universe. That's well, all he, he's, he's gonna all his cinematic career is gonna do from here on out is focus on them films. He all he had to do was cash one Avatar check, and he was like, "Fuck making any other movie ever." I mean, <laughs> this is almost more of that Avatar no, money. I don't think it'll no, make that this. much again. No, I mean well, it was the thing with the camera, and the, was it two thousand nine? Yeah. 10 something like that it's been a minute i think it was 2008 well, maybe oh my god well i think the thing about the avatar films is that at least avatar one was dances and wolves in space yeah yeah it was dances with wolves but it, it had that, whole, it that, had that whole 3d thing going for it that's remember that was the whole yeah. thing. Like, remember, that's remember, Avatar three D. Remember, well, see that. Well, see that's where I'm getting at because see, I too was not blown away by the movie. That's why I went to but see. But I it. was blown away by the technology used. Instead to of make the three D coming out, it went in. Yeah, which was cool. I was like, whoa, yeah. this well, is different. Like, it looks well, like a hole in the wall. Well, with that being said, though. With the technology, I'm interested to seeing what he's done to well, ump the Annie. Ah, here's what he said. 3D without glasses. <laughs> How do you do that? So, well, okay. May, may cause okay. headaches and nosebleeds. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Can't be pregnant while you can't. I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if when those movies come out, you get a, pro you get a custom projector for it. Simply yeah. because to achieve that, I think it has to be a frame rate so thing. ridiculous. Yeah, I believe it's like 120 or something. Like, I mean, it's. Well, my question well, is, it? why don't. But every movie that he's going to do has got to have like a gimmick. Yeah. Like well, that's, that's what the, sells. He, and he knows that. He's like, I got to come up with something like, you know, whenever you sit down in the chair, you got to connect to one of those things like in the movie, like. <laughs> you, gotta, you know what I'm talking about? Well, the little tail. That, <laughs> you got to tap into he, the. He he needs to invest in um, um, oh, uh, what do you call it? Hologram technology. Yeah. Because think of that. If he wanted to do it, have special theaters set up where there is no screen, and it's, it's like just it's almost like a play. Yeah, and it then looks you go. Real, it looks that, like it's really there. Wouldn't that be like the ultimate? That's 3D. that's the end game. I mean, they're t they've they've been trying to work on that for a minute. Like, well, if anybody's got the money to do something like that, it's him. You yeah, know? Yeah. And and that maybe kind of pull. Yeah. Well, oh. maybe he's got the the technology, or he's waiting on the technology. You know, he wanted to do Avatar, but the technology didn't really exist. He had to come up with it in order to make it happen. So, 
My question is, is he waiting until the technology gets to the point where it needs to be for him to make these movies? And if that's so, then he needs to write all this down because he's going to die before it all gets there. Sad to say, you know? Yeah, I have that's, to agree. I mean, he needs to have a bad lieutenant epiphany and like figure out wh- whether he wants to get this stuff out or whether he wants to uh, just kind of wait and wait and wait until like it's over, you know? Yeah. Which I mean, I feel like him and a lot of other directors. I think they're really trying to to innovate as quickly as they can, simply because most technology that exists today is like it's like partial innovation. Instead of putting it all together at once and taking a decade or two to to, to come out with a product, now it seems that once they have one nice little update they they'll, they'll, they'll come out and they'll say this is the new revolutionary you know insert whatever you know yeah there's a company and, called magic leap and they're the one they're the ones they have the best uh, hologram technology right now and it's like game changing like people that go in there to like look at their little demos and stuff they come out and they're like it's going to change the world right like it's like people that go in there, like people you write for magazines and stuff, they come out and their minds blown. Like they're like this this shit's amazing and it's not even ready. Right. I mean I can't well, wait to see what that's like. Like they well, say the let, holograms will the holograms they will it'll like it'll interact with the surroundings. Whatever you have. It's like it so knows that it's, s- it knows that it's there. If there's a couch, the hologram goes behind it. You don't see it till it comes back out on the other side. Like, oh, it's, okay. yeah. I mean, it's that's cool. Yeah. It acknowledges what it's around. Yeah, which is kind of always been the problem. You know, it's like you just put a hologram there, and it's like half of it's on this, half of it's on that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It walks behind something, and it you know you don't see that. Like it's it's like oh wow it's. Have it's you real. guys heard yeah. about the? Uh, have y'all heard about the AI assistant that uh, Zuckerberg from Facebook has right now, and it's voiced by Morgan Freeman? Oh no way! Which which uh, leads on to the idea that like you know celebrities and famous people you know lending the rights to their voice and likeness yeah. for uh, holograms and assistants. You know, who would you want your assistant to be? I want mine to be Christian Bale. I'm like. I'm uh, put me down. I got a meeting next week. No, no. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, what's the dude. His name? No, oh my you god, you got an appointment, man. <laughs> oh, Christoph Waltz. Oh uh, yeah, he's a, yeah. Uh, you're just you're just you're you're late for your job. You know, like. I'd be like, thank you, Christoph. Bingo. I call him Chrissy. Bingo. <laughs> I'm like, I got to go. He's like, Avita's in. <laughs> That'll be a thing though, where you get the Snoop Dogg one, the the Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, my thing is, since we're talking about this, <laughs> since Avatar came out, right, you've seen an incredible decrease in original writing, original directing and the rise of mediocre gimmicks throughout cinema. If they keep, if movies have focused their attention from good storytelling into not even about the movie anymore. 
And see, that's uh, Hateful Eight came out, Birdman, all these great movies. When I want to watch a movie, I want to watch it on whatever I'm watching it on, and I want to be captivated the entire time. It could be a black and white TV, or it could be a 4K, 8K, Super HD TV. Yeah. As long as long as the story pulls me into that world for two to three hours, and I'm captivated, and I find some meaning and some enjoyment out of this, I don't care if it's in 3D, 4D, hologram. I don't care, yeah. you know? But and see, here's... You touched on a point that I wanted to address. I think me and Adam have talked about this on our own before. You mentioned something that can pull you in and captivate you for two to three hours. I dare say, why that long, though? I would like to see the return of the 90-minute movie. Like, truly. Like, as far as, like, a big blockbuster. Marvel Marvel couldn't do it. Because... Like going back to what we were talking about or what we were reviewing earlier, Bad Lieutenant. So much happened in that film, but it was still a very short movie. Yeah. Yes. It didn't oh, need yes. to be any longer. Why 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 can't they achieve that with other films? Well, and if you think, think about it, the source for a lot of movies that a lot a lot of people that I've seen bicker about films before and things that I've heard and, and my own problems with stuff is you have you have people <clears throat> going why is this scene even in the movie? Um, there's yeah. count, there's countless times I think we've talked about films before where we were like, you could take 30 minutes out of that film and it would still be good. Yeah. And it's it's almost like it's 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 being purposely made to keep people in their seat that long. And and some might argue, I guess, that if you're going to pay eight to nine dollars for a movie ticket, possibly ten or more, depending on where you live. Um, it needs to be two two plus hours. Like they're like. But do you? But do you? But but do you sacrifice quality simply because of for a higher ticket price? Do you, do you sacrifice quality for inflation? I guess quality over quantity. Um. Well, and that's the thing though too. Like, so, there's a lot of comedies that have been venturing into the two hour mark here. Like, yeah, they're getting you know up I mean? there. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you go back and you watch any of the. Almost any film from the 90s. 90 minutes. 90 minutes, that's it. Yeah. You get everything you need. You get your jokes in or your whatever whatever genre it is. You get the yucks in and you're in and out. You And it, it's almost a contradiction within itself. People's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter yeah. and shorter. But they're making movies longer and longer and longer. Yeah. But it's movies filled with bullshit. You know um, what I mean? Like, do they think that it needs to be longer for people to watch it? Like they're like, oh, if it's if it's almost three hours, then they'll surely go. I'm like, I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, oh, that's too fucking long, man. Yeah, me too. Like, and that's one of the things that I felt when I when when I found out that uh, Batman versus Superman was as long as it was. I was like, really? Like, don't get yeah. me wrong. The the inner fan in me was like, okay, we're gonna get three hours of Batman and Superman. Yeah, but that was like two but, movies. Yeah, it 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 really could have been, it could have been simplified, and it would have benefited itself. Oh yeah, it could have been streamlined all the way through, you know. But then you get the other <laughs> side of that spectrum where, uh, hey, play almost three hours long. That movie, different kind of me, movie though. Well, well, think about it. Oh, think yeah. about the Revenant. Different kind of movie. About, like think about how many of these long films. Think about right now if we were still in the VHS era. 
how many of these films would be two cassettes long? Two tapes. Yeah. It'd be up there oh next to Titanic on the shelf. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's my, like, my well, like back in the day, you know, back in the day, I, you remember going through your old video stores and shit. If you saw a two cassette movie, you were like, I ain't no, watching dude, that if shit. If you saw a, a two cassette movie, it was either Titanic or Gone with the Wind. That's it. Like, it was <laughs> yeah, nothing right. else. Like, well, 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 the, I mean, well, I only know this simply because I've seen it on uh, the shelves here at, at the house. Uh, Pearl Harbor was a two. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. A very, a very, it was a very niche uh, yeah. set of films, you know, a little yeah. cluster of them. Uh, yeah, uh, Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon, uh, yeah. one of the copies I have of that movie is a two taper. But like, there, you know, there's not a lot. But yeah. like right now, if... If movies came out like the way movies are coming out now, like some of them would be two and three cassettes long. Yeah, right. Well, not three, but you know that movie would well, cost this, so much. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah this well, is gonna be pricey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but and then with the technology boom, you can fit so much on a Blu-ray. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, man. So, so it's on. It's just one of those questions, like. How long should they, you go? Yeah, how long? Does a comedy need to be... Comedies don't need longer. to be long. An hour and 30. An hour 45 max. If you can't you know? get your point across in an hour and a half, I mean, damn. Like, Yeah, I know. Make another but, one. I mean, I mean, some some movies work well with the two-hour limit, but I feel like a lot of... But I guess... Two stay, hours pushing it. Right. On a comedy. Most two-hour films can have 30 minutes taken out of them, and they still be a coherent film, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. But I think that, you know, we're talking about um, technology innovating, innovating the the whole spectrum of, you know, film and, and theaters and all that. But what's really going to innovate, and I think that it needs to happen sooner than later, is VOD. A week after it comes out, VOD. Yeah, they're talking about that. I think that that's going to revolutionize things because I want to go. I don't want to go to the theater no. every time. You know, I would rather wait a week yeah. or two or a month. You know, well, you go and, to the theater, what? something like Star Wars or something big. Yeah, you know, you don't want to go watch Dumb and Dumber in the theater. Like that's yeah. Yeah, right. That's a movie you watch at home. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know, those were kind of long, right? But you know, that's that's testament yeah. that's testament to the claims that, you know, the blockbuster films have really cornered the market to where movies like, for instance, Bad Lieutenant and stuff, movies like that that, that would come out and have a, a a decent little run in in cinemas around the world. They, they they just they don't they don't happen anymore. And no. if they do, if they do, they're in the more busier cities that have a larger population, which you know would actually get some sort of income from that. You know, and yeah. well, and, and with that idea in, in place, you have almost the death. The internet was the rebirth, but the but the modern theater has been the death of indie cinema. Oh, absolutely, and, I agree. And that is a very sad thing, you know, because indie filmmakers are everywhere and they put out 
original, unique ideas all the time that doesn't come to our local theater down here. You know, like when I wanted to watch Tusk, I had to go to Chattanooga and watch it. And only one theater in that entire area had that movie. And it was only playing like two weeks and that was it. You know, it's like, that, but that's something I sought out that I wanted to watch, you know. But now with the internet, instead of releasing them through uh, these big chains, you know, through theaters and everything, they just release them however they want to. They can release them immediately onto DVD and video on demand, which is great, but it kind of falls through the cracks in a way, you know, because everybody's focusing so much on the blockbusters and, and the big things coming out. Marvel, DC, Star Wars. We have all these giant properties that are releasing two, three movies a year now. It's like these indie movies fall through the cracks and you really have to search them out and you really have to find them. And then when you do find them, they're on the internet for you to watch immediately. But it's something like, you know, I had it. this movie came out five years ago and I just now found out about it. I could have watched this five years ago and enjoyed it. You know what I mean? You didn't want to go to the theater though. <clears throat> yeah. You know, Bad Lieutenant made $2 million. Wow. Box office, $2 million U.S. Now, even if you run that through the inflation calculator for 2016, it's like three and a half. Right. I mean, damn, you know? Yeah. That's like a Kevin yeah. Smith movie. Right. I mean. <clears throat> well, like, uh, you know, whenever that Jurassic Park movie came out. Everybody, oh my God, you got to go see it. You got to go see it. I didn't go to the movies and see it. No, I, I watched, watched it at home. home. Here's, here's a and question. I enjoyed it at home. <laughs> here's, a, here's a new Bad Lieutenant question. Do you, think, do you think if that movie was released today? I think it would make more money. Do you think it would be a hit or a flop? Oh, I think it would be a hit. Yeah, I think it would make more. I think it would be so out there compared to everything that's coming out. A little out bit now. before it's time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that it, and it would be one of those movies that, like, if you read, if you look at the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score, it's got, it's it's red. It's like a 70-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody talks about this movie and, um, it's a cult and classic. it's a movie. I, yeah, I've never seen it before now, and I wish I would have watched it earlier, you know, because that's one of those movies where right. you're sitting around and you're like, dude, you remember that scene in Bad Lieutenant? Like, we're going to yeah. be referencing from yeah. now on. You know? yeah. But yeah, now, if that came out now, that's like if Requiem for a Dream came out today, holy shit, it would blow people away, you know? Yeah, it was a little bit right. before it's time. Yeah, oh my God. We got to watch that movie. I think they're sometime. making another one, right? Oh no, it's Train Spotting. They're doing another. Oh yeah. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> That's the one with the dead baby in it. Yeah. Well, you and McGregor. <coughs> so, but has there been any more trailers? Anything else? Anything else? Anybody? I watched the trailer about? for the Mummy. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen that one too. Have you, Griffin? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. That um, shit looks action packed. It was like Top Gun Mummy. <laughs> like uh like mummy. mission impossible mummy like right it was a this damn, summer it's like it's like this uh, yeah. summer go to the danger zone again <laughs> yeah 
is Val Kilmer playing the mummy? That's, <laughs> that's, that's what needs to happen. I don't know. The mummy looked kind of fat. Look, well, that was a, the mummy, the chick, the chick almost looked like Enchantress from Suicide Squad. Oh, one of those kind that of damn people. airplane scene in that trailer almost gave me a fucking panic attack though like <laughs> i'm like how bad is this gonna be it looks like the they're only- going down i'm like nobody can survive this yeah right well my question is okay why I, <laughs> that's my first question well, I, I really 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 enjoyed brendan fraser the Mom. first one yeah the first well, one was good to my knowledge though this film is part of an attempt to make a cinematic universe out of the classic horror icons like the mummy, yeah. uh, Dracula, Dr. Frankenstein, and so forth. But does it have I'm, anything to do with that mummy? Or is this I, a whole I'm not new? Sure. I, I think I, it is because they, they call it like a, like a remake, a reboot, like a. Like they're, you remember in the first one, they find it. They're like, all right, we got the damn, we got the mummy. We're going to do this with it and this and that. Like in this, he's sitting on the airplane with it. And they're like, they're all looking at it. They're all worried. They keep looking at it, checking it out. And then all of a sudden the plane starts to shake. It's like, oh shit. Like you done well, fucked uh, up now. It just sucks because like it, they're doing the same thing that they're, that they've been doing with these movies for years. Let's reboot it and make it. Action pack. Yeah. No. <laughs> Action pack. Like, they've really <laughs> lost touch, though, man. Like, who? Yeah. What guy? They're sitting around up there, you know, they're like, oh, we should redo the mummy. Yeah, that's a that's, good that, idea. But what, yeah, like, but what I think, but I feel like all of the Tom Cruise action could hurt it really oh, badly. Yeah, sure. Oh, because, it's going to hurt it. Because, you know, <laughs> now something action packed like Edge of Tomorrow. That was, yeah, that was great. But like, really, all this action in a film about a mummy? Yeah, about a horror icon. Like yeah. I would, yeah, like I would anticipate like creepy shots of you know maybe a, a a scientist or doctor examining the mummy and then some sort of evil shit coming out of the shadows or you know something well, you know suspenseful. What's next. Tom Cruise starring in Nosferatu. That's gonna, no, fuck no, dude. Oh my God. You almost oh, bought that. Thought, That's how crazy oh, the world man. is. You bought that for a second. You were like, oh, know, wow, they're, like, they're going to do that? No, they are making Nosferatu. I just wasn't sure who was starring in it. And so when you, we got to find this creepy <laughs> bastard. Like, it, it would be crazy if they, they do the unified uh, universe of these horror films and shit, and you find out Tom Cruise is Van Helsing. Yeah, they yeah that would be kind of interesting. Somebody, but like, somebody call Hugh Jackman. But. Yeah, Blade Runner well, shows up. <laughs> oh my god! My thing is like, why are they taking? Um, why are they taking the horror out of the monster movies? You know, they're, they're horror movies to begin with. It's like, a horror movie. Once you put Tom Cruise in it, it's an action movie. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't go boom, unless it's Vanilla Sky, I don't know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the only you know. But, well, you um, know, you know. I think if they did it right, if they added a a level, if they if they played the realism card, which a lot of things seemed to be overdone with that, but I really think if they if they did it right, they could make a creepy and 
amazing Frankenstein film. Not yeah. some, oh my god, not, not some cheesy. underworld bullshit. Not like some, you know, none of that. A stuff. real Frankenstein movie, like a legitimate. You've got like a Daniel Day Lewis Frankenstein. You like, know, like you've got a. Well, I mean, oh. you know, you know, let it take place in like the semi-distant future. We're not quite on the cusp of immortality, but we're fucking almost there. And Frankenstein is actually. You know, when I mean in the future, I don't mean we get shots of fucking flying cars and people fucking floating to work and sh dumb shit like that. I'm talking like have it where it's in, in our sense of the future in, yeah. in reality. Like motherfuckers are still driving cars. You've got a couple futuristic ones, but you still got yeah. some dude with an old There's pickup a lot of from pollution. the 80s. Yeah, but, like, but have it be like in a research, just and like even 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 take a page from Resident Evil with it. Have it be in like an underground research facility or above ground. In any way, these doctors like a Westworld type thing. These doctors yeah. don't fucking really. They don't have much of a life other than their work. Yeah. And have this motherfucker just he be the one that does it. He brings them back. Whenever but, they flip the switch, you and, hear and have it be right, have it be right, the very right. first encounter. <laughs> Well, um, well, they've already kind of done that. I can't remember the name of that movie, but is they're working. That's how good it was. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're working on the movie. I can't remember what it was. We went to the movies and saw it. Waste of money. Anyway, they they create a serum that brings animals back, or they're bringing things back to life. The dude's the doctor's wife dies. He injects her. She's like a demon possessed. They're killing everybody. Yeah, it's, I know what you're talking crazy. about. Yeah, yeah. But, well, my he's like I, I love her. Of, like, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that bitch ain't your bitch, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, right. But my thing about Doctor Frank, uh, the Frankenstein story is, I want to see Doctor Frankenstein's descent into madness. You yes, know, I, the prequel. Well. No, I want it to be him. Like, like his obsession. Like it's a Frankenstein yeah. movie, but he's the star. Yeah, exactly. And that's the way that the old Universal ones and work. keep and keep the creature to a minimum. Let you let yeah. us see him when it needs to be Less done. Like when, when is more. <laughs> and yeah. even and, and even go so far as to you know even explore you know Frankenstein. You know that whole idea of the created wanting to meet the creator. Yeah, Papa. And then, the cre then the created becoming self-aware, you know. Oh, when it and, realizes and see, what you've done to it. Yeah, and that's it's when like it gets mad, right? Yeah, I mean, you motherfucker. That's the that's the Frankenstein movie I want. I want to see Daniel Day Lewis act his ass off, his descent into madness, consumed with this whole idea of being able to bring someone back, like build a person. See, and bring them to life. We're already you know? casting it. Daniel Day Lewis is playing the <laughs> the mad scientist yeah. who plays Frankenstein. And, uh, you don't even matter. You don't even see him. You don't need no, a, a, dude, a well known you, actor. This this is this sounds crazy, the but mountain? I think he I think he can do it. Oh shit, that's a good pick though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, even go kind of small and creepy. Like do something like have someone like a. Like James McAvoy, Professor X from the X Men films. Uh huh. He's a good actor. I think he could pull a role like that off. Like, oh, I mean, okay. I thought you meant as Frankenstein. No, uh, oh yeah, yeah, as Frankenstein. But like, I mean, I get where you're going. Like, I was more of an approach of like the demeanor of how someone would act being brought back from the dead, kind of like in Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. But when, yeah, in regards to like the classic big hulking beast of Frankenstein, well, he's yeah, a superhuman. I, I, I have to say, you, you, you picked it, you know, like the mountain from Game of Thrones would probably be the best pick. Yeah. Few words. Or well, hell, even, 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 even Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy could probably play a good Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my thing, though, is that when they build, he builds Frankenstein, he takes different body parts from different. So he's going to be fucked up. One leg's going to yeah. be shorter than the other. One yeah. arm's gonna be one ball gonna be is bigger wet. than the other. Hey, I know what this is. That sounds like a Crispin Glover roll. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, back to the whole Universal Monsters thing. What's the end goal for making a universe that has the Universal Monsters in it? Like, what's is it gonna be well, you, all like? You do all their. You give them their own movies, then you bring them together, right? And they fight each other. Isn't that what they well, did? Back in the day. Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, they had those few isolated where, you know, the the monsters fall. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if you bring Frankenstein to life and he's learning and he's becoming self-aware. Yeah, he's, like, he's hooked on he, phonics and shit. <laughs> he's got Obamacare. Yeah, he's got a leap pad. <laughs> he's playing games on the tablet. He's like, learning he Mandarin good? and shit. You know, he's smart. Well, what if like, we're... What if we're what if we're being duped? What if the cinematic universe of all these monsters is going to be like the League of Extraordinary Creatures? <laughs> like yeah, you've right. got you've yeah. got fucking yeah. uh, Sean Connery. You've got you've got the Mummy. <clears throat> you've got Frankenstein. You've got all these fucking horror creatures that have to fight off the alien from Aliens. Hey, wasn't <laughs> was, wasn't Tom Cruise in the Dracula movie? There's, their their supernatural powers combined. <laughs> I don't I don't think he was in a, a Dracula movie. Tom Keanu, Cruise was that wasn't that like well, it's somebody from was it Orlando Bloom? No, Tom Cruise no, that was, was in was, was it in or, a was it that, or was it the, or was it the guy that was the discount Orlando Bloom? No, it was Interview with the Vampire. That's it. Yeah, he played he played the vampire. So who was it in Brim Stoker's? Was it was it was it Gary? Oh, that yeah, that was Gary Oldman. No, but who was the the pretty boy? Kia, Kia. Ah, yeah, John Wick. That's right, John Wick. They're already <laughs> working on a fourth one. They're gonna run that, that shit in the good. ground. Yeah, they are. They're gonna one fucking. They were like, let's give it the taken treatment. They really, well, yeah. You nailed that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if if they get all these monsters together, are they a gonna fight each other, or b gonna come together and then have all the the heroes from the other movies come together to fight against the monsters, like a civil war type situation? They don't or even maybe, know what they're maybe, gonna do. Or maybe it culminates to all the lesser people that didn't turn out so well for the individual films given that these people are still alive at the end of their respective films, what if they fucking have to get Van Helsing or he steps out of the shadows with a fucking I've come to help look, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't understand Yeah, that, that thought process behind that. They're like, yeah, Marvel's doing a great job. You know what? We need to combine all of our universal monsters into a super, that's, that sounds like somebody was bad Lieutenant decisions. 
Or somebody, or somebody probably rewatched Cabin in the Woods way too many times. Uh, oh yeah, that was That's original. Good, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, well, you know, it's kind of pointless that they're doing this when they already have an established, uh, can, like horror universe, because Freddy and Jason exist within the same world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that is that is fucking canon, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I want like I don't know why they can't just go back and try to fix the error they made with Freddie and Jason. They fucked it up. Bad. They fucked it up, man. You know what? And here's the <laughs> They're thing. They're not even going to touch it. And then they tried, Listen, you know, they tried they to spent, make another Freddie movie, but They they spent more yeah. money probably on getting that metal soundtrack together than they did the actual film. Yeah. Yeah. Jason X was bad. Uh, Bad, yeah, man. why, 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 why put him in? Well, I mean, how did that, that even was the happen? Late, that was the late nineties, early two thousands. So I mean, someone came in when they to... all coked up. He's, like, I got a really good idea, a really good idea. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna Jason, right? We're gonna take Jason. Remember Jason? <laughs> Jason, right? And we're gonna put him <laughs> on a spaceship. And they're like, oh yeah, I like it. Make it. Here's ten million dollars. You know? Yeah, right. I mean. <sighs> I don't know. What's scarier just, than being chased by Jason? Being chased by Jason on a spaceship. <laughs> and that's already been done. Alien was perfect. Like, yeah. that, Why are you going to put somebody that walked at, at a bum leg person's pace in space? Pace that in is, space? <laughs> yeah, that was hard to get out. But, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like he's just creeping around the ship. He's like half robot now. It's like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that movie was god awful. Yeah, and then they can't ever seem to get Pinhead right ever again. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 given up hope on Hellraiser until Clive Barker finally steps in and if finishes he doesn't the die show. first, he needs to. Well, I would love to see Scarlet Gospels be adapted to film. They might do it. He might get that itch again. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, he he's told and finished the story of Pinhead and the Scarlet Gospels, so it only makes sense that he should do a film for it. I feel right, but, but I mean, I guess you know he could be one of those people. that's like fuck you. I made an ending. If you don't like the medium I chose it for, then fuck you. Yeah. Well, he's got that voice too. You gotta you gotta have you to know, read it. <laughs> you'll have to get in there and find the story for yourself. Sounds like he needs a trach ring. <laughs> it sounds like it pains him to talk. Yeah, that's why he rides. That's why he's a rider. He's like, <laughs> you want to know, know what I think? Read it. Well, like, well, well, he got punched in the throat as a kid, and he's been writing angry stories since. Like, yeah. He's like, one day a demon's going to come for you, and he's going to tear you apart. <laughs> Easy now, Clyde. Well, it's going to it's going to rip your flesh off and make lampshades out of it. I've watched that uh, first Hellraiser movie recently, and it still holds 1987? up. Nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, I, I maybe I'm overdoing it here, but I honestly believe that the first three Hellraiser films will always be they'll always hold up. Their age will clearly show, but I feel like they'll always hold up. I haven't watched two and three in a very long time. I've watched four not too long ago, Bloodline, yeah. and that one was 
all the flashback stuff was cool. Um, but the space stuff was kind of weird. So. Yeah, the later Hellraiser films were really not up to par. Uh, definite kudos for Doug Bradley of for staying with it. Yeah, sticking with it. Or is it David Bradley? I'm really not sure which Bradley it is. <laughs> but uh, the one with the good voice, <laughs> the one that does the cameos and all the Cradle of Filth records, the box, <laughs> untouched for centuries, <laughs> held Judith's lunch. We'll talk about movies that they need to try to bring back. What about Spawn? Like they've Look, been talking I, for I, years about up. doing one of those, and then it's like, I've given up on keeping up with it. Like, well, they did announce a Hellraiser movie. There's been one well, announced. Uh, well, Clive Barker's the writer. Well, uh, um, that's that's amazing. Um, it's on IMDb. They got a but, budget but, of fourteen million dollars right now. But, but back on on Spawn though, I. Last thing I read, McFarlane came out and said that there is a script that's been written. Of course. But it's being that they're taking it down because right now they said the movie would be incredibly long with the script he has. But at that's the one of those movies that you can get away with it. I think yeah. so. I think as a character. You would watch a three hour spawn movie. Sadly, I would. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool um, character. Well, if the whole story—the right. whole story—is pretty, pretty incredible. By as far as like horror fiction's concerned, and just the whole concept of 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 him being a rebellious hell spawn, more or less, you know. Yeah. I think. Damn. I feel like Michael. Oh, I think it's Michael Tywat <laughs> or something. See the guy that played Spawn. Yeah, the guy He's from the play original. Him again. Film. I mean. I really think he could pull it off because he was he was he was badass as Hal Simmons in the first in the original. A lot of I don't a lot of people don't really talk about that movie anymore, and 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 I've never really seen like that movie. terrible. I've never seen terrible backlash about it, but I I enjoyed it. I, now, granted, I watched it as a kid, maybe when I shouldn't have, but you know, the, all that stuff was amazing though. That movie was great. It, it, it's every every now and then I'll get the itch and I will rewatch it. And despite its cinematic flaws, like technically, it, it's still a badass movie. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's at the time. It, at the time it came out, being able to make Spawn suit like it's supposed to be. Yeah, was, the, the special it, effects pretty, were really good. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean. It, Hell, uh, Zack Snyder stole a page right out of Spawn's production by making the cape CGI. Yeah, right. Um, if we're on that topic, when and are they ever going to make a Crow reboot? And should there be? I think there's one in the works. I believe that. I believe there is. I want to say I saw something recently about yeah, it. I read an article. There was something here. Should it be rebooted or what? Is was it worth? I think after the first one, they should have left it. Just leave it alone. Just. Yeah. I think that was it. Yeah. I, well, I mean, you know, movies like the Crow and shit. There, I would consider them something like a legacy film. Like, just don't, just leave it alone. Leave it be. Yeah. Um. Never mind the fact that the creators of uh, Back to the Future have said they'll never relinquish the rights to that movie to be remade, so long as they've still got a breath in their body. But uh, ah. you know. Those are movies that should never be touched. They should. They. I mean, 
Go. Yeah. Well, here you go. The crow will shoot in January 2017. With who is the lead? They don't have that on here. They just talked that it's well, going to come in and shoot. The last I heard, it was uh, Bradley. Um, Cooper? What's his name? Bradley Cooper. No, yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't really see it either. But wow. once he puts the makeup on, I guess it matters. My thing is, oh, there's wow. a lot of stories to be, a lot of stories to be told using the crow as, as as the central figure. But at the end of the day, are they going to get uh, Ghostbusters? It, you know what I mean? Are they going to? I, I get, see. I see some concept art here on the Google image. Down here yeah. at the bottom, and it's the fucking dude that plays, uh, um, oh, he's going to play, uh, Aquaman. Oh, my, oh. uh, J- Jason, Jason Momoa. Yeah, like I see yeah. some, some artwork down here, and they've got him side by side with the crow. I could actually When I looked see... at Crow Reboot, I'm seeing that down here. He I could play. He, he he could pull off the musician look and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it says hell, right here in talks mean, to play the crow. Hell, he looks like he could fucking play guitar for Slayer. He's to well, me he though. Be. He's too big. Yeah, you know the crow's kind of lanky, like this. <laughs> he's like a, he's like a goth kid from the nineties. Yeah, he's he's depressed. Or well, maybe he's uh, planning on well. They shot down. Justice League, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. he's toning down a little bit, making him an everyman, you know? Yeah, but when you see him without all that makeup and the stuff on, he looks normal. Like, Yeah, he looks like a dude. Yeah, with long hair. Yeah. He oh, looks yeah, like here's an thing. article. He's he's playing the crow. It's happening. Wow. Confirmed on Real Estate Podcast. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I can wow. I could actually see that. That would be interesting to watch. I'm very and like I said, there's stories to be told. It's just if they do it almost as a tribute to the original in, in certain ways, then I think that it'll uh, it'll it'll make it a little bit better in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, writer uh, Nick Cave. I don't recognize. I thought you I thought you was going to say Nick Cage. Oh, my God. Uh, he did some all. X-Files. He did the assassination of Jesse James Lawless. Oh, okay. Lawless was good. Yeah. So, uh, so gentlemen, what do you guys think? Uh, what is going to be our, uh, our next, our next, uh, our next pick to, to, to discuss? That's you. That's you're up next on the chopping block, buddy. You got to make the pick for us. <laughs> Um, shall we, shall we go for the list we picked from or shall we, uh, just go for a new one? Well, it's your pick. So yeah. (laughs) Anything you will throw out. Yeah. And you can throw it out there now or you can, you can smoke on it. You got something on your head. Well, the one I threw in for the choice for, for this episode, I, my contribution was, uh, Ang Lee's Hulk film. Mm-hmm. Um, figured it would be a worthy choice, but at the same time, the one before the Edward Norton film oh. with Eric Bana as as Banner. Um, it's one of those films where it's a stinker for some, it's a triumph for others, and it could be 
a good discussion, but at the same time, you know, there, there's still lots of other ideas I have in my head for what we could pick or what we should watch. Hmm. It's up to you. Yeah. You pick well, it. We watched it. I picked Bad Lieutenant. You guys had to watch it, so. Hmm. Yeah, we might as well, while you're pondering it, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Like the first week that we did this, uh, we went to random.org, and then we, we figured out who was going to make the first pick. Travis is making next week's pick, and then I'll make the next week's pick. And then we'll figure something out for the fourth week. We haven't really hashed that out yet. But Trav's going to tell us whatever it is, and then everybody will know what next week's pick is. And if anybody wants to maybe send some send a review in, yeah. they can tweet us. They can tweet us where, Adam? Yeah, our, um, real Estate Podcast on the Twitter and um, yeah, you can. You've got a, what 140 characters to work with. Yeah, and, or you can tweet and, us and uh, tell us how fucking wrong we are. Yeah, right. You can tell us. You can tell us if you thought Bad Lieutenant sucked and why. You know, we'll be on there. We'll we'll be conversating with people, and we'll be uh, maybe read some reviews on here. That'd be kind of cool. You know. Yeah, get something like that going. Yeah, make it. You know. I w- let's involve as many people as we can without having to go out of our way to call people. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so yeah. So what you got, Trav? What you what you feeling on? Hang on, it's Real Estate Pod. That's the at, at, at Real Estate Pod. R e e l State Pod. Yeah, not like R e a l. It's not real. Like, is this real? Is this life real? <laughs> You know, I think, I think I'm, I'm gonna tone it down from, from Hulk. I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna step back, kind of keep it older, kind of how uh, Adam did with Bad Lieutenant. I think I'm gonna go a little, a little further back. Um, I think I want to go with the horror film um, Beyond the Darkness. Oh, oh, um, Beyond the Darkness. Um, or uh, if I'm pronouncing it right, Buio Omega. It's a it's an old Italian horror film. Um, I've 1979. Been, um, yeah, I believe so. Um, I believe I've watched this. Did you let me borrow this movie one time? Uh, it might be. It's a very good, very good movie. Something um, is this the one where they got the they're like hiding the bodies and the. Oh yes, yeah, uh, I've seen this. uh, The film's got a very, um, it had a little bit of controversy when it came out. Uh, People had assumed that they were using real cadavers, yeah, um, in this film. So it's going to make for, you know, some good gore and everything. It's um, number one review here: sick, twisted, and kinky. <laughs> no, here's the Sounds tagline like- for the movie. You ready for this? A fate worse than death. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Let that sink like in. That, does it live up to that tagline, Travis? Because I've never seen it. I believe that it does. I remember this oh. movie. You let me borrow. I remember. I see the woman's face on here, and I'm like, oh, I remember this. Like, um, yeah, it's definitely a film I've rewatched before. Um, I I can kind of go hell you go own ahead it. And throw out a little, right. yeah, uh, yeah, I actually do. I, I managed to find a copy. Uh, it was very surprising that I did. 
Um, it's not necessarily the go-to, we're going to watch a scary movie tonight, y'all. <laughs> Top of shit. Yeah, but, um, 94 minutes long. Uh, yes. It's not a, yeah. a sound mix as mono, not in stereo. It is, however, <laughs> in color. It is. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it is one of the um, cult films that have the soundtrack scored by a, a, a group or person under the moniker of Goblin. Um, I, I, I don't know too much about that. I do. I do know that there is a small uh, following for movies that were scored by by that and um, by that artist. And I don't know. I just I feel like it, it would be a, a a good watch and something worth throwing out there and discussing about. Yeah, this is exactly why I do this because I've never seen this movie. Probably never I've, heard of it. I'm so interested in what I mean, just because the first trivia item on here, it says inspired the lyrics to the song Death Master Vine by Michigan based melodic death metal band, the De- Black Dahlia Murder. And, and see, course, that, that, that was a that was a nugget. I was I was I was probably I was going to wait and drop yeah, thanks, uh, on the next episode. No, nothing. At all. There's no, no problem with that. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a very um, it is a very it's, it's strange. generic. It's a strange film um, for people who are into that type of music. It's a very metal film, obviously, by oh, it's the metal. Thing. but it's uh, yeah, it's definitely something. It, it it it'll definitely get the the imagination going if you're someone that enjoys horror in any form. I guess. Yes, I love me some good horror, and there hasn't been much good horror in the past couple of past couple of years i mean there's been some gems here and there scattered about but i don't know that that era in uh filmmaking just seemed to produce so much horror whether it's quality or not it produced so much you know what i mean yeah so i'm really interested in yeah that sounds uh what's weird is on the IMDb, it says that the release, it says the date beside the name was 1979, but the release date 81 was June, or something. June the 1st, 1984. So yeah, wow. Is that when it released here or was that when it was released worldwide? You know what I mean? Right. Took them a while. Uh, it could have been 84 for it. I think it, I think the might've... rest of the world. Well, it might have been for the U.S. I believe it, it probably aired in its country when it came out. And uh, I guess that could have been when it came out for the U.S. It could have took that long for it to finally get across the across the sea. Right. Well, if it's uh, has that much controversy around it, it might have suffered the same fate as like you know Cannibal Holocaust and all that. Where it, oh yeah, it was yes. banned, banned here for a while. Yeah, Maybe. I think because so. well the 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 effects in the film are well done. Oh yeah. Um, and it's seventy nine, you know. I think that's why you know, people it, were like, they think they kinda, thought they it, used real bodies because. What's well, like you know in, it's kind of around that era where, a lot of, uh, a lot of really good horror came out at the time. It's through its, uh, you know, it was at that time where that, that weird Italian, era of of just bizarre films that came out. Right. Man, this movie poster is incredible. Metal as fuck, ain't it? Like, 
Like, I want to get one and frame it. It's so cool mm-hmm. looking, man. Um, there was actually, uh, the, the cover that I have is, is kind of the same. The one with the skull. It has, the, it has a little, it has a little, sh- a little bit of, um, a little different color variation on it, but it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like I said, it was really, uh, it was a really awesome find when I, when, when I got it. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this so much right now. Is the copy that you have subtitled, or is it uh, dubbed, or did they dub it? Uh, I believe my, co- I want to say, I believe your it's... copy because you had it on DVD had options. Yeah, like you could listen oh, okay. uh, in in uh, Italian or uh, English. I will so be I uh, putting yeah the copy that I'm going to put up will be in English. I've already got that queued up, and it's <laughs> it'll be there probably yeah. tomorrow. I'm going to replace Sweet deal. Bad Lieutenant with it. So when are we going to drop these? Hello? By what day? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, this um, this podcast? We, you wanna, we want to do four before we put them out, right? Oh, yeah. Well, let's the first time. We get... Yeah. Okay, yeah, because we're at, we're at uh, two and a half hours, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, Give or take I didn't know. 15 minutes. Wow. Maybe 10. I didn't know. Um, so if you guys want to shut it down, we can. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm about to have to hop off. But, uh, okay. But um, right. I, do, I do know that uh, I can. Uh, I, well, let's see. I guess we should. You want to do a closing? Yeah, closing arguments. All right, this week we watched Bad Lieutenant. Everybody said bargain buy. I enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Next week we're going to be watching Beyond the Darkness, which is Travis's pick. And uh, everybody just keep on watching.
but you had something that you want to say to me, you fuck, you rat fuck, you rat fuck! What? Say something. I know you're just standing there. to say something something you fuck you fucking stand there and you want me to do every fucking thing where were you where the fuck are you where were you Fucking way! 